Like mm. you have to kind of earn that authority yeah, to, yeah, kinda, yeah. To, to say that shit, to kind of have that kind of insight, even though he's representing the writers on the show. It's still like that? you got to be like the most trusted guy in leftist comedy, kind of like. Would you have thought the same thing about Jon Stewart early on when he started to go political? No, but I I had, I was aware of Jon Stewart for a really long time before The Daily Show. Right. So even then, he had, to me, as a viewer, he had a little bit more um, credibility yeah. in that yeah. position. Like Because the Jon Stewart show on MTV really broke it in for you. Actually, he used to watch that, and he used to do this other show called You Wrote It, You Watch It before yeah. that, and I and I had just kind of, I, I was coming up the same time he was. I right, was coming right. up as a human, right. and he was coming up as a uh, celebrity, so I felt like I was kind of watching him grow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, so by the time he's doing a daily show, and he's starting to gray a little bit on the side, it's like, yeah, that's like my Cronkite right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so just even explaining all that. You're, you're also still aware that's completely like a bias. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I think that's a bias you have to be aware of mm. when you're casting roles like that. Right. You know, right. I think that's, I, I would be willing to bet that that's a lot of people's issue with connecting with him. Mm. You know, yeah, even yeah. though it's a bias, it's a bias probably a lot of people have. Who should have taken over Daily Show? That's a good question. But I mean, it, it you know, uh, like a Samantha B, or yeah. you know, like she got her own show, right? But I'm sure she wanted that one. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, she's on. What is she's on TBS? She yeah. has her own show now. Full yeah. frontal. Yeah. yeah. Is that does it do? Does TBS do good? TBS, they're, they're, they're like express. rebuilding right now, yeah, right? And, and I'm, I'm not sure anything they're doing is actually going well. but yeah. they're trying really hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. So everything that they do um, <clears throat> produce. Yeah. They're they are riding mm. for marketing wise. So but I it think seems like a lot of the stuff they're doing is like just stuff that other people are already doing, right? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I don't know. They did the, um, you know, like AMC came out and they like completely revamped. Yeah. They were like, we're only going to do like these dark. Yeah, they obliterated know. a lot of the competition. Well, Mad Men was like what yeah. helped them. But I feel like TBS is like the. You know what I know TBS, TBS from like, the most? TBS is like the Rudy of cable television. WCW. All right, 605. That, that's where I watched. 605. Yeah. yeah. For years, yeah. TBS. I was a writer for TBS. That's real. Because WCW? Because, dude, it was like they made no qualms about being in an in Atlanta station. Yeah. Like, you watch it, and I'm like, I'm in, I don't understand any of this stuff that's happening yeah. except WCW, for WCW. WCW just felt like DC Comics to me. How dare you? Like you tried so hard, but you're they were not cool. What? You're just not cool. They had an era of where they dominated it. You didn't watch it enough. No. I don't want to get into it. I mean, we can get real deep. Yeah. Right? yeah we, we can get, get yeah. real deep. I couldn't even speak English at that time, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isn't that why you said you weren't really into it? Because you were just like, why are people? Well, you were into WWF more? No, I wasn't any of it. Okay. The first time I saw Ghostbusters, I couldn't speak any English, and I thought it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> I could not understand why everybody was laughing. <laughs> that makes sense. Because, yeah. I mean, language is important. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know I mean? like, and it says, but it is to me, like, now it's one of my favorite movies of all time, but like it says something about the comedy style of how that script was written that it was all in the characters and dialogue. Right. Because yeah. if you just put it on mute, it's like demons and monsters and and they look scared. The people yeah. fighting yeah. the monsters look scared. Yeah. So they I'm played sure. it straight for yeah. the most part. I mean, there was horrible things happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, real. You yeah. know, for the time, the yeah. terrifying ghost? effects. Yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. Like, for the time, it was we were just talking about movies that like still stand up. And I was like, uh, I've been trying to fight the... I really liked Swingers mm. because it was just... Uh, one, I got into Swingers because it, I was like, wow, people can make their own movie. Yeah. That was like the first time I had heard about like 
these guys got together and gorilla shot. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, I want to do that, that was shit. Gorilla, they did that shit. Gorilla? Yeah, well, a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it. Wasn't, it wasn't. I know the troubadour was. It wasn't a. There was there was some gorilla shooting. It was permitted, but it was a okay. super indie film. So, yeah. for example, like they were shooting in a bar that was actually open, and people were walking around, bursting yeah. drinks. The extras were actual customers of the bar, but it wasn't like they were. Smuggling lighting kits into place. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. The lighting wasn't even that good. In it, was, I mean, it was yeah. better. Than, it was better than when you have none. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But well, when I saw that, uh, like that was. I mean, it like defined a whole part of my life. And then I watched it the other day, and I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't. It's, my mind like has that. like. I can't, I can't deal with the bad lighting now, and I can't no. deal with like, the, you know what I mean, like yeah. the camera. You've done much better drugs now. Uh, yeah, desensitized yeah. yes. to those. We should start points. the show though, because we're already uh, like. Oh, we already the show. started. No, no don't. We officially start. And welcome to another highly pre-qualified episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your host to the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C. Ray, even though we'll just call him Chris. Hey, yeah. You know, a lot of times we start the banter before the show, and then like I, I'm you more never, interested in the banter than I am in the show. You never go back to it, though. You're always we're like, gonna go back to that. We're we'll gonna go back to it. it. All right. No, we're gonna do it. Okay. Because I want to talk about Aliens. Okay. <laughs> the movie. Uh, we're, oh. of course, brought to you by Platform Collection. Make sure you go over to platformcollection.com and check out all the other amazing content that's on there. There's music videos and essays and content and videos and essays. And while you're there, check out our sibling podcasts. There's Culture Sessions hosted by Melathion and Archive and produced by Spark Beats. Spark Beats. The 2MX Hologram Podfa- Podca- Podfast. Podcast. Still going strong. Not skipping a beat. Proof of Life Radio and Status Escalate. Both shows hosted by Kali. Kali. I'm going to find another way to say that. I don't really like it. Sorry, it doesn't flow off the tongue. <laughs> no, it just doesn't. My tongue is not flickering right. Uh, Life on the Road with 60 East. Really, though? With Cookbook of LA. You're not doing, like, no echoes in the century. I, I know. I'm Okay. Really, though? Instagramming. With Cookbook of LA Symphony. <laughs> Glad the priorities are straight. Uh, and the Ghetto Blaster podcast hosted by Ricochet. Orchestrated, hosted by Noah James and Lisa J, and uh, more shows on their way soon. Yeah. Looking forward to sharing all of those with you. Uh, and of course, Two Mix Hologram Radio, powered by Platform Collection. Make sure to tune into that. There's hip hop 24 hours a day. Mm hmm. Is it very just eclectic? Very eclectic no, hip hop. It's no longer just hip hop. It's hip hop. It, actually, it hasn't been hip hop, just hip hop from the beginning. It's the spirit. It's not, okay, it's not hip hop music. It's the spirit of hip hop. Flowing through, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it was the energy that's coming out of the radio. It's a weird time to start a radio station. And into your drums and just have it like one genre because yeah. even that one genre, so it varies so much. Right. So even the things that are related to the different genres of hip hop we're playing too. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're not necessarily the same street, but it's in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Two Mix Hologram Radio, powered by Platform Collection. Go see all of that at platformcollection.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Platform Collection. That is one word all spelled out. And on Twitter mm-hmm. at Platform Collect. No shun. With no shun. Shout out to Tor Project, open source privacy platform. Save us from the hackers. Save us. Save us from... Do something. Some, make, do something. Make my student loans go away. What? 
Oh, wait, that's anonymous. I just wanted them to can we be, stop can we, people from hacking the website. I wish... <laughs> can we be sponsored by anonymous instead? I think... I'm pretty sure people in that collective are part of anonymous. Allegedly. Oh, there's like an overlap. I'm pretty sure. There's like an overlap. I mean, it seems like it. They use it. Anonymous uses it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... The yoga community and Burning Man. Just because you instruct yoga doesn't mean you're necessarily at Burning Man. But there's an overlap. <laughs> what? I was doing a segue because Burner Podcast is hosted okay. by me. That's Got over you. at BurnerPodcast.com. <laughs> you want to learn more about Burning Man community and culture? Uh, yada, yada. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, tell them about Stitcher and iTunes and all that bullshit. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Spreaker, Spreaker. go over to uh, PlatformCollection.com. By the way, if you go to CrappyAwesome.com, I forgot to tell you this last time, mm. um, it just it, it now just forwards you to Platform Collection. We've been talking about doing that mm. for a minute. Um, there's we really officially no... moved out of our old house, huh? Oh, yeah, we weren't doing anything there. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just we were never around. home. Yeah, just smoking all yeah. day. Yeah, and you don't need, like, another... Yeah. Like another post of the yeah. same thing. I don't need a crash pad. Just go to Platform Collection. You can find everything there. Guys, thank you so much for supporting all the shows. Again, 2MexHologram.com is the direct link to 2MX Hologram Radio. Go there Ooh. now or search 2MX Hologram Radio on TuneIn. We stream 24 hours a day with live shows throughout the week. If you, oh man, if you've been, have you listened to LA to the Bay yet, Rush? No. Oh, Deesky's show, L.A. to the Bay. You've been raving about it. Holy fuck, it's Is so it better than the good. Other? It's just, no, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, it's that's a whole other. Yeah. I do a different job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bring you home on Friday. Yeah. I've always wanted a Friday drive show. Mm. And now I have a Friday drive show. That's a fucking dope. That's what, the, and that's as much as I want to do. It's funny. I don't want to interview nobody. Yeah. I just want to be like, yeah, we're about to play this right now. Yeah. Like that's what it's I wanted. Funny that this has always been your dream, but you haven't had like a Friday drive home in so long. I know. I literally haven't had. Yeah, a Friday. Yeah. yeah, but I remember driving. That hasn't home. been like your work schedule in ages. No, I know. Yeah. But I, I empathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but anyways, Deesky's show, L.A. to the Bay, is amazing. It's literally. Like these little chunks of hidden hip hop history that he shares every week with the actual people. Like I said, the the episode with Micah Nine is ridiculous. He interviews Daddy O from Stetsasonic. It's like <laughs> how did he Daddy O? With, how did he do with Micah Nine versus us? He did surprisingly well. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know how like when we interview Micah, it's like that episode was just an, riding the Micah uh, wave. That was that was an endurance test. Yeah. Of, of, of Zen. Uh, it is one of the focus. most downloaded episodes. You know that? Yeah, really. Because we told. Because uh, it's nuts. Well, no, because I re-edited it and yeah. said before you listen to the show, it would be really dope for you to get really high or <laughs> take some mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. And then jump, in, experience it like that, because yeah. that's how the room was. Yeah, yeah. And now they do, and it's awesome. But anyways, yeah, go over there and check out all the shows cookbook's got a show on there we're, what kitties are doing we're bringing new shows too from the east coast uh yeah. keeping that under the wraps but really dude some two two big names from the east coast are going to be on two minutes hologram radio check wow. that out if you guys are submitting music please do not submit it to um any of the hosts mm. just send it there's directions on how to send music in <laughs> it's on the website we would appreciate that please do that <laughs> Please, please. Uh, I can't help you get played. Are we done with the intro? That's it, man. Mike Eagle's here. Hey, let's, let's go back. Oh. I'm here. Yeah. I heard some lucky guys live a hundred lives and wake up with a stomach full of half-dead butterflies. I'm full of dread for the fade to the evening as each night fall brings the blaze of the guillotine. Some nights struck down trying to stand on my power. Most 
nice from my belly playing dead like a coward with eyes to tight no muscle flexes frozen don't speak to eat out a couple extra moments i'm trying to slow my vitals doing silent breathing it's the life of an offbeat show during pilot season execs want to see who can cancel be the most so fast i never get the chance to be a ghost the lifespan of a housefly traded for a peon in the sand with my mouth dry give me torture give me terrible marching orders give me dirty water give me anything except shorter gun down when it's sundown murdered in cold blood every day yet don't hope true springs eternal like you don't know i'm about to be gunned down when it's sundown about to be choked out by the night if i could just live for more than one day i might be ghost Hoping one day that my carcass is hard-boiled I'm stuck in the cycle of a cartoon gargoyle And if I live to be 101 days old I grow straight up to the sun and get charbroiled But maybe everlasting life is a curse though Eternity is drama, making life a commercial But no 30-second advert has enough bill When all the night vision camera footage is a snuff film Crush, kill, cycle of a sun is built, destroy I fell on so many swords, my stomach's got a keloid I've died on the phone, I've died over email I've died in the silence where the limbs of a tree fell and lived for a brief spell and lose consciousness in the middle of a grief yell waking in a deep well to start it all over when the pendulum drifts which for which two gods birthed this to begin with Yo, okay aliens hey load about them aliens the, the movie? movie did not stand the test of time aliens the movie yeah with james cameron Oh, I didn't like it. I was scared of it. The original? Yeah. Like, like originally me. when you saw it, you didn't like it because you were scared of it? Yeah, I, did, I couldn't even really engage in the story because I was just fucking terrified. So like, <laughs> That's a good movie, though. Yeah. I don't, I I don't say... know. See, I don't like horror movies, man. None? I don't. No. I don't like. You just don't like to be scared. I like the little kitty one, like you know. I like Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, did you watch uh, like Stranger oh, Stranger Things? I didn't. I didn't finish hold, Stranger hold, Things. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, hell's breaking loose. Way scarier. Okay, but look. I by the time I was really old enough to pay attention, they were on like Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, uh-huh. and it was oh, just Dream Warriors. Stupid! It yeah, was, it was great, yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. and it was just all it was all like Pop- had a great soundtrack. It was all Popeye quips and mm-hmm. really like strange ways to kill people. Yes, yeah. that it wasn't it wasn't really scary. You yeah, know? Like, right. I didn't really like um, Friday the Thirteenth because it actually it was actually scary. Yeah. It wasn't funny at all. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the first couple of Friday Thirteenth. I, I think back horror. I should not have been watching that. The horror genre at some point they decided it doesn't have to actually be scary, but it's just a horror genre, right? Yeah, you well, because to scare people for real is like that's actual work. Yeah, I, I feel like the, all the new scary movies are really scary. I like, like it. I, when like I see it. the commercials for my. Like, that looks fucked up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like some weird little girl walking yeah. way down the hallway. I don't know. That don't look funny to Dude, me. There's um, <laughs> God, what is it? The Conjuring. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Okay. So, oh yeah, that you would, wouldn't see that. I wouldn't see anything um, like that ever. The Conjuring is my favorite horror movie of all really? time. Yeah. People are like, oh, it could be yeah. better. I'm not a connoisseur, no. but that shit scared the shit out of me because they did things like this, right? Mm. There was a panning scene where the camera is panning no. from the hallway I'm to the living room. That. I'm right? already shook, yeah. man. And in the way in the back. You can see someone just standing. Uh-uh, okay. See? I got goosebumps just from you saying Here's that. the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh, they don't ever even reference it in the movie. That's how dope that is. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. No, I know. The director, James Wan, I believe his name yeah. is. He is absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, Insidious, I thought, was way scarier. Did you see that? 
Insidious? Yeah, yeah it's the same guys. The right? first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. first. Ins- I haven't seen the the next. I love two. Insidious. Oh, dude, all okay. of them are good. Dude, that's got another panning one. That's the yeah. one where she wakes See, up. Just, she just, wakes up in the middle of the night and she's on the second floor, right? And then like the there's like the roof part that like um, is like the shade structure above the front door. So she just wakes up to the sound of like somebody walking around on that roof on the outside area, right? And the camera's following the panning, and you see the shade of the figure walking around outside her window. Boom, 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 boom. Camera follows it. Boom, 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 boom. Camera follows it back. Boom, 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 boom. Camera follows it back. Then the camera falls back, and the figure is inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, why why would somebody want to experience that on purpose? I don't understand. I think I, it's I so. I don't understand. So cocaine. You, you know you're not gonna. Huh? Cocaine. It's cocaine. Yeah, I don't like cocaine. You know. I don't need those endorphins, it's man. An adrenaline boost. No. No, man. I don't want that see, ever to be artificial. You've never gone to see like no nothing like where you're just psyched for like oh shit. No, I hate that shit. So what what is the movie? Are you? Humor? Yeah, are you, do you like? Yeah, do you like the Notebook? Uh, I've never seen the Notebook. Notebook's pretty funny. You've never seen I've the never Notebook. Never seen the Notebook because it's like notebook. the ultimate romantic movie, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't want to watch no shit like Good that. Good for you, bro. Hold out. Yeah, I mean, you know, hold out. I've been married eleven years. Oh, okay. Like, okay. You're past the Notebook phase. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to go on. She's dates. like, get that fucking Notebook <laughs> out of here. Right. Keep leaving the Notebook on the kitchen. I mean, she's like, put the toilet seat down. When's the last time you watched Aliens? Oh, I haven't tried to actually sit and watch the movie. Since Dude, it I was scares a child. him. Dude, if you, it's, it's interesting. If you watch it again, like, I, it's funny how the human brain works, the phantom memory thing. Because I remember we had this conversation with Mike Sager. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, he is editor at large for Esquire magazine, yeah. and he wrote uh, this book called um, Freaks and Scary Monsters, and it's about like Hollywood gossip, like background, like. Uh, terrible stories stuff like that anyway one of them was uh, a story about Rodney King and I was telling him the section where I was remembering how perfectly he described like this one character like um, I take it back I'm sorry it wasn't Rodney King it was a, a it was a hip hop story yeah um, but it was Easy and saying like Easy E like swizzled something in his mouth and then he made a smack sound and then he answered the question in this way and he twitched his face and he was describing this whole thing right and Mike is listening to me telling him about all that section he's like here's the funny thing I didn't write that mm. he's like you you created that imagery in your head but that is not part of the writing yeah 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 and so it made me think about an aliens um I remember when I watched aliens as a kid I remember the detail of the creatures I remember seeing them looking huge and terrifying and like all this action that was happening when you watch it again now um as an adult like with today's technology (laughs) it's like strobe lights you barely ever see them but he's playing psychological mind games with you where he's implanting the idea that you're seeing these creatures in a lot more detail than you're actually seeing but it doesn't stand up it, no, it absolutely did. Like cam, like are you talking like camera wise? Like, well, for one thing, just, they just look like rubber um, aliens that you barely see. Just strobe lights, strobe lights, strobe lights. Dude in the alien yeah. suit. And then, and then these marines. I was like watching it now as an adult. Like I was they embarrassed. Yeah, I was embarrassed on behalf of the armed forces for this movie. <laughs> oh like, the man, marines, Bill Paxton, dude, he's saying, like the like, girl with the scar. Like dude, she has a scar. Game over, man. Game over. Just leave him. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what marines would say. Just <laughs> leave him. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. Let's get out of here. Like I was just like, there's no way. Maybe a couple would say that. I don't know. Like the worst Marines in the history of yeah. Marines. That's always my favorite it's like a comedy. Thing, you know, when you have like movies like that. Yeah. People are in space and then 
they show people like folding up in fear. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that because that's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's be a one brave guy, maybe there are a lot yeah. of people what just, just sitting in the corner going nuts. Um, the arrival, arrival. Oh, Have you seen arrival? Great. I haven't seen it. Okay, that's, that's, that's why that movie's good. Okay, because the like visceral, right. like feeling of a. Uh, if an alien came, like, what would it really be like? Yeah, yeah. And they touch way more on that part. And the whole time I'm like, yeah, that's, people would be freaking out like this. Yeah. Like, not yeah. like how in other movies where they kind of just come to grips with it, like, a week later, they're just like, oh, I guess there's aliens. We're going to have to fight the aliens. Yeah. Like, people would probably be jumping off of buildings yep. and blowing their heads. Oh, dude, there's this movie coming out on Netflix. I just told Arash. I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, Is it a movie or a show? Oh, it's a sh- it's going to be a series, okay. I think. But it's uh, about a scientist who discovers the afterlife. Like, he, he finds scientific proof of an afterlife, and then all these people start to kill themselves. Oh, great. What is this? What is this? Uh, that's what I, I told Robert Rush. Redford I'm in. It? Robert Redford is... He's is, a scientist? He's a scientist. Oh, I love Robert Redford. And, he, he's, and he's, he's kind of like, he's like fighting for, like, the... Uh, the right for people to do this because it is proven now so now they're just they're literally just passing on to somewhere else and it's their choice to do that wow. it starts to become a government thing oh, it looks awesome though sounds interesting yeah it sounds interesting I'm looking up the name of it right now okay where's your podcast man uh, wait we talked about this yeah man the it's other day waiting. I saw you it's like Discovery it's, you have you explain people yes Discovery is the movie yeah. I want to watch yeah. that yeah but yeah it's uh it's in limbo I think is the technical term because when you when you said you were gonna take a little break and be yep. back. Hiatus is what it was supposed to be like, like on, on the amount of break of like when a show goes that's what off I thought. the air and it comes back in the fall. That's what it, that's what was supposed. Okay, to happen. so that was supposed to happen. Yeah, that was exactly. But it hasn't happened. Yet? Happen. No, no, it's not happened, man. No. Man, I, got, I got strung along by a network, mm. and it was it was. Uh, what does that mean? Fucking infuriating. Um, strung along. Yeah, like so the network I was on redirected and so they basically killed a lot of their shows and they weren't re-upping the shows that they had um redirected to what um so what happened was infinite guest was a sub company of american public media right and it was kind of just an initiative that they were starting but they didn't know what they were doing so okay they paid all this money up front to all these creators to make these shows and they weren't getting the advertising on the back end that they thought they were going to yeah. get and APM itself wasn't willing to market the shows with the with the marketing muscle that they really have right because so, they weren't making money well I think I don't I, I don't think that was it I think they didn't get it it's something like that. I think it's something like that. And I think I think they had left they they had left it to market itself. Yeah. But it, it needed the marketing muscle of APM. So what they did is they they kept like two or three of the shows, uh-huh. mostly the ones that they were that were going well already before the network even started. Yeah. Um and they went all of those went to APM direct. Mm-hmm. Um and so now they are marketing and I think I think there is some there is some ownership in it too. I think in in, in our network, I believe all the creators we all own the shows. Mm-hmm. I think the APM shows now they own them uh-huh. so that they're more willing to put that Makes marketing sense. muscle into it. But uh it left my podcast homeless and I was going to go to this other kind of popping Pop, uh, podcast network based on the East Coast. Uh-huh. They had expressed interest, and um, we had started having these conversations about what we were going to do and how they were excited to work with me on the next season. Yeah. And then um, 
I stopped hearing from him, and then there was another guy who worked for the company. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What does that yeah, mean? No, I mean, it literally, like, we would have, like, these weekly phone calls. Uh-huh. It would be, like, an hour or two talking about, like, what we were going to do. Yeah. And then it'd be like, okay, let's holler in a couple weeks. And then I would send an email and not hear nothing back for, like, a month. Yeah. Huh. You know what I mean? You're just describing my dating life at this point. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that was He's always trying to get a show on there too. Yeah. A lot worse if uh if if my sexual life was involved. <laughs> like they just weren't I mean I'm not even trying to bone them. I just want to have podcasts here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so podcast is a euphemism. It's great. So you just stuck and then and then you just decided cuz I remember you 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 I ran into you the other day uh, you were performing at First Fridays. Um and you were saying you didn't have an interest in like producing it yourself anymore. No. Yeah, just no. time, time constraints. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and even when we were working together yeah. online, like, you know, uh, even and that was with the network, with everything. Like, it was still taking a lot of time. Yeah, you know. Um, and so, my thing is to be with. Um, I mean, I don't know the the goal at that time, and especially because there was a popular network that was like, we want to do this. It was like, fuck it, okay, they got all the manpower to make it happen. I don't have to do shit but keep making my show like I've been yeah. making it. Um, so that was going to be the easy transition. Yeah. But I ended up wasting about six months of my time fucking with these people. Mm. I mean, did you see it as a waste? I do. Why? Because it was supposed to start in the fall, uh-huh. and then it was supposed to start in December. And then, like, when it finally hit me, it was just like... It had been another long-ass time since I'd heard from them yeah. after having, like, a really productive conversation. And then they, they sent me an email basically saying, like, um, okay, cool, we're still figuring out what we're going to do for yours. But what about this other thing you're doing? You think you want to do a podcast about that? And I was like, whoa. Like pitching you a whole new show? Yeah. But they just didn't, you don't think they liked the show? I think that, like... I think maybe personally, because these two guys, mm-hmm. I think personally they liked it. I don't think they saw the money in it mm-hmm. compared to the what they have that's popular and what they're paying attention to. And and I think that, like, when I think back, I think they were trying to push me into finding some way to change it to make it more money. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. but I'm not really, at the end of the day, I'm interested in taking suggestions, and if it organically turns into something else, it's mm-hmm. great. But I don't want to change it completely. Right. I want to. You do have a show, right? I do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that at the end of the day, they weren't ever going to really just flat out say that. Mm. And that's why I feel like it was a waste of my time. Do you? Um, yeah. Do you feel like? Do you feel like people get your show? Nope. But the people who no. do get it get it, and that's all. And that's all I need. Like you know, like mm-hmm. when I. When I did that thing where I told people that damn secret word <laughs> and did it, I can't, man, I still go on tour and people come up to me and they line up at the merch booth to tell me this word and do this handshake yeah. because it, it meant something to them. And yeah. People all over the world, you but know? that's what I'm saying. So yeah. don't, it seems like people get it. I mean, I think, I think that, okay, when I say do people get it, I think the amount of people it's exposed to um, out of that complete uh, um, X amount of people it's not like something that just grabs people from jump and like like a drink champs right like drink champs sure. people heard of it they jump in and all of a sudden they're listening to the last 10 episodes and they're along yeah. ride. mine's not like that you know mm-hmm. what I mean because I'm not a super outgoing personality on my own uh-huh. the format is very open it's interviews with people who you may have heard of and you may not mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of hooks 
to mm-hmm. it. You know, it's just my show. Right. Um, and I think because of that, there's a lot of reasons that somebody could come across it, try it or not try it. And if they do try it, they could fuck with it or not fuck with it, you know? Was the fan base of your show a good reflection of the fan base of your music? I think so. I think there's a lot of overlap. Okay. I, I don't think there's a ton of people who were listening to the podcast that weren't aware of the music. Yeah, so there's like this, there's like a entry-level course you have to take before to you have to sit down and listen to your show. Because they have Man, to kind of well, know you? Is no, that what you're saying? I, no. Because well, I'm saying, what, what is there not to give? These are like amazing interviews with people. I it's think, very personal. I it's, think you got to be wired a certain way, honestly. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that's what it is. Like, I listen to a ton of wrestling podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, every week, I listen to like six or seven of them. Yeah. And to me, they're endlessly fascinating. <laughs> but I'm already... You know, like I'm wired to to not only am I wired to interest in the subject, yeah, I'm wired to wanting to hear people inside of yeah. me talk about it. to consume like, the media the way it is. Yeah, there's a lot of people who listen to a lot of podcasts that don't really like listening to random conversations between people, like yeah. people who like cereal. That's they like weird. they like following yeah, the yeah. story. Right, right, they don't right. necessarily like what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah. Okay, how long are the wrestling podcasts you listen to? Uh, some of them are three hours. Some of them are forty-five minutes. And you listen to like six a week. Uh, I think that's accurate. Yeah, six six. A so week. we'll say an average of ten to twelve hours a week listen, spent listening to wrestling podcasts. Uh, I would say probably eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm trying to figure out in your lifestyle and like your work driving. Okay. And also, um, also, <laughs> I fun. play I play video games at home. Uh huh. And when I play video games at home, I usually have a podcast on when I'm playing. You yeah, in the sound effects? No. Oh, you mean in the games? Yeah. Not often. What kind of games do you play? Uh, I'm into Dark Souls. Okay. And and games like that, like action RPGs that are mm-hmm. really difficult. It's like my oh, shit. See, like I really like that. I would want to hear the music and the sound and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I play them so much that like it's not nothing for you. Yeah, yeah. you know. Huh. And it's not nothing. Okay, so also, (laughs) Mike Eagle is a has a high output of work. I mean, you're kind of omnipresent. You have shows, you have production. Mm -hmm. Where the fuck do you find the time to do that? To do what? To make shit? To listen? To play games? Oh, at early in the morning, Mm. I take breaks throughout my work day. Yeah, and at and late at night, if I stay up past when my family goes to bed, it's kind of like a Uh. process of the day. Yeah, it's like a a little hobby thing and it's like you know sometimes like I'm putting together an album right now sometimes if I want to sit and listen to the album in sequence I'm playing a game while I'm doing it you know Uh, what I mean Mm -hmm. shit like that yeah 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 do you feel do you feel like you put out a high output of work yes okay Uh, I don't it's funny though now I feel like I'm working on a lot of shit right now that I can't put out in terms of like I'm involved in a couple like TV things right now Uh, but they're not, like, shareable. Sure. And so, like, you know, I'm looking at my output now, like, damn, I, I feel like I should have more out there, but it's, like, the things that I'm working on, like, because yeah. everything is in a different timing in that mm-hmm. world. Like, I have yeah. to wait on everything to line up and, and come out. Yeah. You know? Was that all, dude, was that always the plan? I don't remember you, if we ever talked to you about that. Was that always the plan to kind of go into the direction of TV? Um, I think the original plan was to go in a direction of TV in 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 a way that would make my music career easier just from having higher visibility. Oh, I got you. But the more I find out about that world, the more I understand it. Like, that world is thirsty for ideas yeah. in general, and I have a lot of them. So there's a lot I can do in that yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? More so in music? Yeah, I think so. 
I yeah. think so. I mean, I think that like what I can do in music, uh, you know, uh, barring leaping into the next uh, echelon yeah. higher in terms of visibility. I mean, I'm basically going to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to be making the projects I'm making. It's not going to be drastically different. And uh, if I get in that upper echelon, then the the, the income is different and sure. pressure is different. But um, I don't think that it com- yeah like <laughs> I wrote I wrote a script for a network uh, at the end of last year. Uh huh. And how quick did you write that? Like was it, that a problem? I mean, it was me and another guy working on it, and we did the first draft in like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the money I made from that script, like. It puts my music career to shame. <laughs> it really does. Like, and 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 just looking at that, like, the the uh, time in versus income right. out scale yeah. difference. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm gonna spend. Like, I'm finishing an album right now. The, the time I will have spent on this album. Um, it's a lot longer than two fucking Right, right, right. The you return know, on investment isn't... It's crazy. It's never there, right? I mean... Is it never there for music? I think, you know... For I, an album, rather. For an album. Man, Is know, return on investment there for, anymore? I, I think for Run the Jewels it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I think for Danny Brown it is. Yeah. It's I not think, for Danny Brown. Well, you're right. I just listened to... I literally... And that's why I'm asking you. you know just what, so people... And it's funny. I know in that last case, I know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was saying about samples. Yeah, exactly. $70,000 yeah. on samples. I mean, honestly, because I... I mean, cause he, and that's for making a record with Paul White. Yeah. He's made a record with Paul yeah. White, too. And yeah. that is very true. Like, wow. he is a very... He is an excellent producer, but he leans on samples. And, you know, him and his management are very much about covering their asses legally yeah so they're trying to clear everything and it's like holy shit you look up like yeah. this is all the money yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is you know did that happen to you i mean we only cleared like two things yeah everything else we're just like hey, okay man i want to talk to you about that it, you know we're um i was gonna, people still like that's you yeah still yeah, yeah. Let's, do that remember we just had a conversation yeah. just had a conversation with somebody the other day who was um they're at a local level you know, but they're doing pretty well. Um, and they just hit us up on some advice. They said, we're putting this record out. It has a bunch of samples. Does it matter right now? And my answer to them for where they were at was it simply just did not. I they, would they weren't going to sell the numbers that were ever, was ever going to land on the radar for anybody. And to what's the distribution collect. method? No, nothing. It's, it's them. I mean, it's but in-house. I'm saying like, it's, is there, it going to be on Bandcamp? Is it going to be on iTunes? Is it, it is. Okay. It is. Um, and the only reason, like, especially with the iTunes at one time was a big concern. I can tell you firsthand, we, through our network, um, I mean, we have mixed shows all day, every day. And um, they're on iTunes? And they're on iTunes. They're like on downloadable, TuneIn. Like, okay. They're on everything. Yeah. Um, and there's just a, a certain etiquette to how you put them out so you can stay off the radar. Right. Um, so we've had on with Burner Podcast and with Alkaline. Alkaline's a DJ mix show. Yeah. That we do. Um, we've had th- three shows get pulled from YouTube. They got pulled? Yeah. Yeah. You know why, though? I think that SoundCloud, I feel like we're gambling with the possibility of getting the whole channel shut down. Yeah. I, this is what I'll tell you. We get pinged for every proof of life YouTube upload. Yeah. Because, fuck YouTube. Yeah. Because they, they, 
they're not trying to pay any, but well, here it is. They're basically splitting that one video into we played 50 songs. So it's 50 different pay- I literally get 50 emails. Yeah. Boom, yeah, boom, 50 boom, boom. flags, basically. Yeah, but they won't pull it because none of those people will complain. Yeah. Because I'm, we are literally playing everybody we know. Yeah. That, you know. Um, but you know what, what, what happens? Is the companies. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the, distri- the distribution like, uh, companies. Sound, not sound. Click. What's, the, what's the one that everybody uses right now? For, for distribution, for, like online distribution, which is one of the big ones. No, SoundClick is like a Beats. But anyways, mm. yeah, they're because you're paying them to do that. Right. A lot of people are paying them to do that. So, but you still have to push. They still have to push the issue, because, dude, I'm telling you, literally, we have over a hundred YouTube videos that all they're pinged throughout the entire thing, yeah. and we just get the same warning every time. Don't worry, you don't have to take the video down. You're just not getting paid for this. Right. Yeah. You're not getting paid for this. So it does. It's zero. Yeah. It costs a zero, but the trade is with zero. Right. You know what the, I mean. The, the concern with SoundCloud is that what they've been doing is they're turning to canceling iTunes DJs like entire mm-hmm. like channels. Basically, they announced like, that down your account. They did. They trumped you. They said they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do. Yeah. They said they were going to close down. The, like the mix shows. Yeah, they, they want to be Spotify. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. You know, did Trump you, like that's become a new phrase? No, I just made that up though. I blazed my own path. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Blazing, well, thank you we will follow. Yeah. Thanks. Blazing something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, back to samples. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you said you didn't have to pay that much for that, for yeah, I mean, the we, Paul White know, record. But it, I mean, it ended up being a lot though. And, and like, when you're dealing with profit margins mm-hmm. on indie rap records, we're talking about, we're counting dollars. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the difference between trying to clear samples and not trying to clear samples makes a ton makes a ton of difference. Yeah, yeah. You know? And um, But, I mean, tell them, like, when you mean ton, you mean, like, sometimes zero to, or some money. Right. Right. It's that big of a... It's that big. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you might be splitting 10 grand yeah. in revenue. But if, you know, if... if, if if you've um, got to pay, you know, five grand for this sample, five grand for that sample, you look up, there's, there's nothing. I'm going to tell you not to tell other people what to do. That is a specialized magic trick. Magic, not magic, magic trick. You have to be an adept to pull this off. Or put it on. Wash your hands, make no demands, try to mind your own business. Wash your hands, make no demands, try to mind your own business. It ain't even cold, people leg her up And Lady Luck gave a fuck what you making up Sometimes pain's even smaller than the paper cut And while you all up in her face, she done faced enough In L.A., people judge you if you take the bus And rich folks say, hey, come to space with us What? Yo You should be polite, you big dummy Shut the fuck up and let that van get money Look around your house for paintings left crooked Fix them, and when you're done, keep pushing And maybe there's some dust around your couch cushions Try to know your congressman without looking Try to know what bills is wild and outlandish And who's on what committee for house action I don't know either, you just seem bored Fox News shows and bowls of cream corn Now I'm being judgmental, I get so pissed Fuck political talk, you don't know shit Fuck subliminal talk, you don't know shit Conspiracy theorists, stop, you don't know shit Alex Jones and Glenn Becker like peers Modern profiteers of a culture of fear Wash your hands, make no demands Try to mind your own business Wash your hands, make no demands Try to mind your own business 
It ain't even cold, people leg her up. And Lady Luck gave a fuck what you making up. Sometimes pain's even smaller than the paper cut. And while you all up in her face, she done faced enough. In LA, people judge you if you take the bus. And rich folks say, hey, come to space with us. What? Hi, it's me again. Hi. Sometimes I don't even know why I say things. All my heroes are singers that can't sing. I wanna paint things, but can't hold still. I miss my grandmother's smile and the oatmeal. When I fuck up, I know how a goat feels. Remember when the homie driver dropped roadkill? That shit was so ill, and he's a friend now. The chocolate dice one now, he's prehensile. Or maybe chocolate dice was to begin with. Somebody turns to the teaser nigga appendix. Says I don't make much, I'm a spendthrift. I used to write dumb raps about pen spits, and now I write about dumb experiences. But they're very very rarely the ones I have. They're usually some other people's or they're just completely imaginary. And, and there's already a ton of cost in having any sort of successful musical endeavor in terms right. of the money to spend on marketing and promotion and PR and all that anyway. Yeah. You know, you're just adding costs. In a lot of cases, you're not adding value for those costs. Mm. You know, like you're paying for legal protection, but it's not like this sample made the album crazy better. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, 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 right. Versus like paying a PR person, like it could make a big difference. How did you pick? Like, how did you pick which songs to, to clear? Well, you know, honestly, I just made the record how I usually make records. Yeah. I like a beat, I'll write to it. And, you know, and it just happened to be that like one or two of them were like, oh, we're going to have to clear this. Like, oh, you know yeah, I mean? On their side more. Yeah, because I don't know who he sampled. Right, right. And, right. and, I'm, and yeah, when he sends true. me beats, I'm not asking, like, is this one okay? Is this, I'm assuming yeah, it's we're going to ride right. with everything, you know right. what I mean, and figure it out. Um, and it wasn't until we got to the, the finish line where it was just like, oh, this record is suddenly expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so is there... Wait, how do you decide which ones need to be cleared? They decided. Um, I, I right? think I think it's based on uh, recognizability. Mm -hmm. Right. It's right. based on um, how they got hold of the record, whether or not they know the rights holders, mm -hmm. whether or not they know um, the go-betweens for right. the rights holders. It's a lot of right. things. It's mostly based on proximity and and, and easily it, whether or not the sample is easily recognizable. There's a website. God, I'm, maybe I'll I'll try to link it. But there's a website. Um, that you can go check and see the history of songs and how many times the owners of those songs have gone after money. X videos. And I, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty valuable because you can literally see who is hunting. I mean, there'll be some people that are going after everything. Really? They want every. Yeah, because it was probably their only hit ever. Yeah. yeah. And you're taking yeah. it, and they can make some money off of it, and they might be broke. And it's also it's a it's a. It's become a separate industry with people who litigate that. Yeah. Right, right. So there's people who literally comb the uh, Billboard rap charts, yeah. listening to the newest singles and seeing if there's anything yeah. that they can go after. It's them and Metallica, <laughs> the, the grumpy old men of the music industry. Do you think? Um, do you think there's a place for it anymore? Like for penalizing people for using samples? Do you think that's I think, something I that think, exists? Honestly, what I have been fantasizing about is lobbying. Um, to change the laws. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I, I think that, and I think that where it could start is we could, if we go to D.C. or wherever this copyright law mm -hmm. is written and we start with like a historical sort of moratorium on suing people based on like, okay, this record has been out 10 years. Right. It's made the money it's going to make. We just need to have this preserved. Yeah. Like, this needs to be able to be on Spotify so that people can know it's happened. And yeah. And the people who 
we're owning those original recordings, want a piece of the profit, fine, but let's make it where you can't go back and sue these people for yeah. more damages. Right, and right, I think right. if you start there, then you know we can kind of slowly change the definitions. Like a one-time jump-off fee, like here's the fee at the beginning, I mean, you can't, but you can't sue me for the rest of my life right. and, and, every think, time we put this song somewhere. Because I think you have to look at scale and you yeah. have to look at intention. Like if it's people who... Um, you know, are people who are underground artists or mm -hmm. independent artists. They're not, like, taking a, a hit Beyonce song and rapping over it to try to make another hit. Right, right, These right. These are right, people right. who are, like, sampling music that they enjoy to make a different kind of music right. from this not, like, the economy of it, the reach of it, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like... if and It's you, not going to harm her either. Right. It's not, there's no way that it harms her. Right. And and I think yeah. you know because I do the, I, I do understand that there have to be protections mm -hmm. for copyright mm -hmm. because if you make a song, it shouldn't be okay for somebody else to take what you made, change right. it in some minor mm -hmm. way, and say this is my song yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That that shouldn't necessarily yeah. be straight up legal, right? There should mm -hmm. be some sort of protection for these people's original work. But I think at, at some point <laughs> we lose we lose half the industry. Like, there's people <laughs> combing SoundCloud every day for songs because yeah. it's also like the sampling, the level of sampling that's being done with the artists that are producing today like it for most people it would be unrecognizable right i mean you're, you're, you really got to be an audiophile and i feel like the same thing could be uh, because it's not an actual recorded piece of thing that you can track there's not there's no there's no movie out in the theaters right now that hasn't sampled every other movie that came out before them yeah they but sampled the ideas they sampled the film styles they sampled uh the story approach but audio audio is getting close to being able to track Right, 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 right. They, they are really scientifically getting able to track audio waves, even pieces. Yeah. And that a lot of these companies run off an algorithm like mm -hmm. that. No, no, that, so I it's get getting that. More, it's getting more advanced. I, I'm saying that when you strip away the idea of it, that is basically the same thing that we're doing with other sure. forms of art as well. It's just that with sound, because it's a clip that you can measure and yeah. calculate, then it falls into the, hey, we can sue for this. I mean, it's the same with movies, though. If you use a piece of somebody else's movie in your yeah. movie, then you're playing the same game. Or if you use you know, actual footage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but exactly. what if you shoot a movie, it's like, say, I went out and shot every scene that the Avengers did, yeah. but I just wrote a different story and put them in different costumes. That what happens it, often. Can I do, I do that? the same script, though? No. I mean, it's just close. Do you right. change some things I mean, here and there? With music, you can do that, too. I mean, yeah. you can take the same yeah. chords and rearrange them yeah. but as long as you're not if yeah. you're playing them. It's the same, same I mean? chord progressions same, on every song, right? Well, what about Happy? What uh, What about it? Wasn't Wasn't that what it was? Wasn't yeah. They didn't use a sample. They replayed... Right. What, was it Marvin Gaye? Or oh, no. It wasn't Happy. the other one. It was... Blurred lines. Oh, blurred lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah blurred right? lines. Isn't yeah. that what they did? Yeah. They just yeah, they played a, a, it was a chord progression that they heard in a Marvin Gaye record, yeah, I believe. And they, and they re, they replayed it. Right. And made it sound very similar, but they didn't get any permission. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Like. And they were saying it was just enough. Yeah, pretty much. Like that was the, like you're, we're going to take all your money because mm -hmm. this sounded enough. Yeah. Like, and I think the precedent in that case is that usually you go try to get the rights because, like, it's called yeah. an interpolation, yeah, right, you know what right. I mean. And usually, you have to still go talk to the original rights holders if you're well, going you to know interpolate. That, that is an excellent example because that one it was 
easily recognizable, and it was a massive song. Exactly. <laughs> they made a ton of money, yeah. and it and, and the the influence was right. quite clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas if it's like just this one track on an underground album where you've sampled a couple of bass lines and a yeah, you know, then then it's like okay, let's not be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Right now yeah. it's the same. They're getting the same level of legal scrutiny, which makes no sense. Yeah. You know, Fifty Shades of Grey was was actually Twilight fan fiction. He was? Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. It started yeah. out like on a message board. Yeah. Somebody That's why it's so shit. awful. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. It's badly written. Yeah, no, it's written. Oh, so that, that whole thing on South Park was true. Like, they, they did a, a spoof of it. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. They, like, no, it was, this, was, this was a British woman. It they kind of followed that storyline. It was erotic fan fiction that she wrote of Twilight and then changed some of the stuff around. Mm -hmm. But... And and I forget who it was. Somebody was saying the Holy problem with like fan fiction, Did they like just erotic, buy her out or? erotic fan fiction, is historically badly written because it's written very by people hastily. who don't have erotic well, adventures. It's, it's, it's written very hastily because it's probably somebody who's sexually aroused as they're trying to type this out as fast as possible. <laughs> so she's like sitting there. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's an example of sampling. You know, but it's such a weird thing, though, man. I mean. You, I get it. I get it. There's, there's the argument for it. I understand. You can't steal. I get that. But, I mean, remixing is. Let me ask something. Pretty dope thing. How, I, I kind of like it. I how like. How do you guys feel as artists? You create a song and then somebody samples it, um, and you don't like what they're creating. Yeah, I mean that's that's another issue. Like, I wonder you know? if that's what there's, it's more connected. Is there didn't Milo right? I thought I heard you and Milo talk about how Milo, when he was originally searching mm -hmm. for a deal, he put a record out. Yeah, Milo takes baths over somebody's whole like yeah. whole album, right? Yeah, he had yeah, yeah. And then they just got they were just kind of insulted. Really, they were just yeah. like, "Don't take that down" or something. Uh, yeah, I think I think that was actually more of the label though. Right, it wasn't necessarily. The artist, but isn't that what it comes down to? Like, it's really whether or not you find it offensive or not, mm -hmm. right? That's, I mean, that's a big part of it. Yeah, but yeah. but it, you know, the other part of it is commerce, though. Like, mm -hmm. it's not only if, is it offensive, but it's like, are you making money off of what I did? Yeah, and we haven't had any sort of discussion about yeah. that. Yeah, like, that's I, I'm, that I'm pisses people so off completely certain that that's like a. Without a doubt, that is a major major part of it. I think in addition to that, we do see more of this clash and conflict happening with hip-hop specifically. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think there is a lot of older artists who are, to some extent, insulted. Like, oh, great, some rapper Well, there's no retirement plans right. for yeah. hip-hop. So it's like half and half, where, mm -hmm. like, some older artists are mm -hmm. like, oh, this is blasphemy. They took, right. you know, the, the painstaking guitar strokes, and <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And they yeah. put it in a computer and looped it, and yeah, they, they, yeah. they don't see the value in that. Yeah. On the other side is there's older musicians who are like, yes, please do that. Yeah, it I keeps want, me relevant. I want, yeah. I want the relevance, mm -hmm. and I want the dollars. I want yeah, the new right. dollars. And those people, uh, there have been cases of people who've been able to flip Someone sampling them into a regeneration of their career. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, are the, those are the smarter ones. Those are the ones that are. You know, it feels to me when you meet those kind of artists, they're like the happier ones. You're like, mm -hmm. I want to be an old guy like that. <laughs> That's an awesome old. But guy. are they? But are they happier because that is, in essence, what art is? Like, I think it's because they've they just always get seen it the world that way. Yeah. Like, because I think the moment. I mean, one in hip hop, it's very. Dude, I just heard my. Um, do you guys have you guys heard? Uh, uh, what, what's it called? Get up on this. 
Jay Jensen Carps? Yeah, I've been on that okay. show. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Actually, yeah, 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 you have. Um, so he just had uh, this artist on, who's, her name's Dia Frampton, and she's like, she's my favorite singer. Um, and she's, uh, she was the runner-up in the first voice, Okay, if you remember that. She's, um, and she had been in an underground band for years called Megan Dia. I, I knew about them for years. Oh, I remember her, yeah. Yeah, and then people were like, wow, she has such a following when she got online. It's because she had built a huge following. Yeah. But she is uh, putting a record out. She's been on TV, right? She's she's been in a bunch of movies. She's doing a bunch of shit. She works over here, like at two different like Cinnabons to try to just make rent. Yeah, you know what I mean. When there's no, when there isn't any money in your craft, and you're putting that much time into it, mm. I think it leaves it open for people to l- look for money. Anywhere, yeah. Anywhere I can get it because it really is like. Otherwise, how do you? It's hard to justify the amount of time right. and the amount of money you lose sure. in hip hop. It's yeah. hard to justify. I've tried to reconcile it with myself many times. By the way, there's like the flipped version of this situation mm-hmm. as well, where you have like the really huge artists that will just like take from a smaller artist. Be like, um, the amount of money that I'm going to make off of selling this is going to eat. The amount of money that I'm gonna have to pay this guy if he sues me, hmm. which is like strange. Like uh, there was a big one with um, Will I Am a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I forget the name of the artist. It was a, um, a trans artist from uh, the UK, and this one got a lot of news because this particular artist was signed to Anjuna Beats, which is a big label over there. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was. I mean, they play the song side by side. It's Anyone could listen to it. It's, it's undeniable mm. that he just basically took that song and then looped this section of it and then, I think, like, put Chris Brown on it. That's, <laughs> that's what they do, though, right? Yeah. Like, that's what Black Eyed Peas... They're like, I'm Will I Am, fuck you. <laughs> that was pretty much the response. <laughs> but, yeah. I wonder, though. The, the amount of money that his legal team has, they're like, eh, eh, it's not a problem. Here. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's almost like they like you know you finished you finished fucking the girl and then you threw the money on the floor and walked out. <laughs> Good God, basically, man. that's what they did. Yeah, I don't think it's like that. I know. <laughs> I usually leave it on the dresser, dude. But do you? That's is, because I'm respectful. Are you? Do you feel like where you're at right now? I mean, you said you're getting ready to put a project out. When was the Paul White? Was the Paul White the last one? Yeah, so that was like May, I think. And then before that was... Um, there was Kavanaugh and the Kavanaugh. Comedy record came out before that. Or no, special episode, EP. So that's how many records in what? Like a three-year? I mean, uh, Dark Comedy was 14. Um, special episode was 15. And then Kavanaugh ended Yeah, three 15, years? Uh, no, Kavanaugh, 16. And um, Paul White. Personal Film Festival, 16. Yeah. Dude, that's a lot of. I, I mean, I came up in the in in the one a year, mm-hmm. like everybody, like all of my peers and people who I looked up to. Yeah, they were doing it an album a year. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So like, I always had that it. in my head, like yeah. album a year. And if I'm not doing something close to that, I'm fucking up. And I feel it now, like yeah. you know, like not having not having a true solo record out yeah. since fifteen. Yeah, I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel that a little bit now. Huh. You know what I mean? Because you don't count any of because all those are other they're just collaborations for you. And it's not that they don't they don't count. Um, I just have to make different concessions mm-hmm. um, when I make a collaborative record. Yeah, and you know this is I don't know. Didn't you did you produce Kavanaugh? Yeah, the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So how many concessions did you have to make in that? I mean, it, that one's I guess was less concessions and more. 
I mean, it was a true collaboration. Like, you know, yeah. we got together. Because it's his record, too. Together on his song. Yeah. Right. Like, so that's a group project. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a really dope project. Thank man. you. I really um, liked it. I liked it live as well. We got to catch it live. That was, yeah, came down, that was yeah. so much fun. Did that mushroom like, do anything? Uh, it seemed like uh, it did. Uh, I don't remember, man. I, I hated that show, though. That's yeah. the San Diego show, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. God, <laughs> that, that day, that show, oh my God. Why? What? Tell us about it. I mean, I think, um, I mean, the Kava Lounge, man. Yeah. I love that place. It's a strange place. But I've never seen it filled with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've done probably five or six shows there. Yeah. And I've yeah. never seen it adequately populated. Yeah. And, and I don't know, there's a certain level of... Uh, not attention to detail that happens there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The show's always in there running super late. It's, uh... And the, the, the stage is all little, and we had this yeah. big-ass table up there. We're having a yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, <laughs> Kava Lounge is a, is a burner-owned venue. It's a venue. Yes. Yeah. Say that. Yes. And so, like, it's... When they have their, like, Burning Man Connected events, it's full. Mm-hmm. But that's I even like, I you, you know what I even know like there were some beat things that were super popping up. Yes, there yeah, they do like the drum and bass stuff that go yeah. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are also connected to the same mm-hmm. community. Though. That's yeah. the thing, and it's like, and on top of that, it's San Diego. It's like, man, San Diegans are really spoiled about location. Like yes. we go to either that's downtown so where everything's in the same place or PB where everything's in the same yeah, place. We don't have to go out of the way yeah, where if I, so I can't real. walk around yeah. to another place. I, if I can't walk out of the venue and go to a venue right next door, I don't want to go to that venue. What place till two? What part of town is that in? That's uh, City Heights. City Heights. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it there. I just want to show two is nice. I liked, I liked yeah, but there's like four bars on that block. Okay. There's, yeah. there's like four bars on a block. And also something about that area attracts like that level of like hipster, young people who like live shows. Yeah, it's, it's kind of known for that. That place, Casbah, mm-hmm. isn't the Cobble Lounge like right down the street from that place? It's yeah. a few blocks. Yeah, but that no, Casbah, that shit is popping. Yeah, I did a couple shows at Casbah. Yeah, yeah. Casbah completely filled with people. That's a comp- Casbah's hipstered out. Also, to the fullest Casbah though has like a rich history yeah. of being a live event venue, whereas Cobble they're is the like only live event venue that has like survived right. all the years. The right. place ironic. Where the hell is that? Because I'm playing there. I don't know. Month. I saw. I saw yeah. that. I don't even know where that's at. Okay. Is that North yeah. County, San Diego? I have no idea. I've heard of it. Yeah. Ironic. Ironic? Yeah. Well, that's not encouraging, Arash. No. I mean, well, let's play, you know. <laughs> what? I'm playing, I'm playing with Why? And, and they do well. So yeah, I feel they're like good they're anywhere. Straight. Yeah. yeah. You know. how, do, how do you, um, how are you choosing right now? Because you got an agent, right? Yeah. Did you get an agent, manager as well? Yeah. Are they mostly booking for you now? Yeah, I don't do any booking for that's myself. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So are they, what about who you go out with? Uh, it's, it, things are kind of pitched to us, yeah. and we pick whether or not we're gonna fuck with it. Yeah. Like sometimes uh, the offer is great. Sometimes the offer is not great. Sometimes the opportunity is great. Sometimes it looks like a waste of time. Sometimes people are trying to take advantage of us. Wow. You know, like okay, explain that, dude. For the people who don't know, um, I was just talking to Tumex about this. Like, walk us through the process of you getting on. Um, I mean, you've been on a few bigger tours where you're an opening act and they're starting to say like i've heard a lot of talk that the accompanying act like the number one or two slot is starting to disappear just because of budget mm-hmm. most labels used to be able to go out on a label tour i had friends who went out on label tours weren't signed but they were brought along as support mm-hmm. but it's just simply easier to bring like the d artist on your label for really cheap than have to pay like you know Mm. another artist so for you you're technically i mean you're not you're on a it's it's 
Are you still on the label, by the way? Uh, Mellow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and they've always been a boutique label, but they have a good following. They have a good fan base. They're really diverse. Mm-hmm. But how does the conversation start for you to get on an opening slot? Like, does a band see you and say, hey, we want that guy? Are they pitch your agent? Does anybody know somebody? How does uh, that work? Uh, people pitch my agent. Uh-huh. My agent pitches me. Um... Sometimes I'll know the act, the, yeah. the band, and they'll hit me to see who my people are so that they can pitch yeah. my agent, you know? Yeah. And and at that point, it just literally comes down to, like, amount of dates, how much are they paying, what's the travel situation like, yeah. so I can see if it makes sense. I mean, there's been some tours that I've been offered that I'm like, damn, I'd really love to do that tour. But they are basically, basically asking me to do it for free. Are you at a position where, everything. for the right situation because i was just hearing um i was telling arash i've been watching that dude um i'm late to him but i know he's been around for a while gary vaynerchuk yeah. so he's just like um he's just like entrepreneur of, yeah business speaker. starter he was like an early investor in instagram oh, okay. snapchat yeah. uh, but he was talking about how um even at his level where he has like four huge companies that are, are running He'll still do free work for the right situation. What is the right situation for you? To I do. do free a, work? I do a ton of free shows around town mm-hmm. in the comedy community. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. First of all, they're only wanting ten to fifteen minutes of my time, uh-huh. and then like it's me embedding myself in another community that where, you want to do work in. Anyways. Where ultimately, when yeah. you get paid work in that world. Is significant paid work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building those relationships over there, so then it makes sense. But like, mm-hmm. there's, there are very, very few situations where I would go play Missouri or somewhere mm. for free now. With you know I mean? where like before, like, um, I'll pitch, I'll pitch you some right now. Okay. Drake, um, for free, for free, like. We're taking you on tour. You but can see, see. This, is, this is the thing. This is the thing. And, and yeah. that's, yeah. like, with, a, with an act like Drake, right? Yes. With all the money they have at their command. Yeah. Why shouldn't they be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because them me, if they gave me $500 a day, yeah. right? Yeah. That's nothing to them. Yeah. So why can't what if you they're like, me look, that? dude, you know what you're I mean? going to make so much money on merch. You're not even going to, you're going to sell your merch out the first night. You're going to have to go buy more merch. But that's all we're doing. Like, let's be honest. I Come mean... On. I'm fucking Drake. I'm, He's like, look, Mike, I'm Drake. I'm not saying that I would sit here and He's turn that Drake. down. <laughs> yeah. But I'm hard-pressed to think that they wouldn't give me something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. they have... Because you know what? But it's, yeah. it's easier for them to give you something than to open themselves up Drake. to the bullshit. Right. That's why. Oh, Evil Drake. Evil Drake would not do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Evil Drake wouldn't pay you. Well, Evil Drake, I'm sure he pays for them songs he takes yeah. from people. <laughs> I'm sure he does that. <laughs> but not, like, not voluntarily. Well, if you don't pay anybody, nobody pays anybody <laughs> voluntarily for anything. That's not how payment works. You do it because you have to. Okay, so for you, is there there's still money on the table in hip-hop for you because the the big phrase nowadays is there's no money in hip-hop money you can't yeah, make money, money that's, that's, that's a new phrase money. yeah yeah like there's it's different there's, than before there's <laughs> a ton of money in hip-hop man yeah it's just people don't you know people don't people don't know where to get it or how to get it because it's like 
I mean, really, you have to align yourself or get in front of people who are paying money for right. hip hop. Right, 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 right. Which is not, that's the hard part. That's man. the hard part. Because it, it, the scene everywhere used to be hella robust and people yeah. were into it and people respected the hustle and if they had a city, they'd want to give you money to yeah. support it or they would go places to hear rappers. Nobody really does that shit. Yeah, anymore, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, now it's a lot more about understanding how the business works on, like, um, on like a record label level mm -hmm. because I feel like you have to be aligned with people who know how to sell you as an artist yeah to build that up to where you can get in front of people and have money coming in we're talking you know? to uh salesmen's right salesmen salesmen right now for um the radio station mm -hmm. and you just realize like how like that's the number one job salesman like yeah everybody else like you can all exist, right. but if that dude is in doing his job, then that's yeah, it. yeah, you will you will hit a ceiling because I for sure, like I don't have like those hey sale like I can sell you anything like I can't do that. I always feel weird. I never I've never had a salesman job. I'm sure I would stumble on that at some point. Um, I sold knives at the grocery store. For I a while. remember. I almost sold Cutco knives. I got yeah, really yeah. close to that. Yeah, it wasn't Cutco. It was another brand. Where, yeah, but where yeah. you cutting ropes and shit. Uh, it was like this, like slicer and dicer thing. <laughs> and let me tell you, something, it was actually a fascinating job. I like, remember. Day, I reference all the it. amazing shit I learned at it because, like, on one hand, um, like if, if if you get really good at it, you kind of lose respect for humanity because <laughs> it was because you're able to sell them. Well, because it was all designed around manipulating crowds of people. Right. It's really fascinating. Like one trick that they would have is like you go through this whole demonstration, you go through the whole thing, you put the slicer and like you show it all off. Then at the end, you're like, all right, before you say the price, you're like, now you're probably thinking that something like this would cost $149. And then you're doing this whole thing, right? And then there's like a crowd of people. By the way, the first thing you do is you get them all to come closer and closer, which is a smart thing to do right. in hip hop as well. We do that show. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. same, that's the same part. So you get them plugged in and they know statistically that if you're in the front part of the circle, you're most likely to buy. Yes. So that's who you're focusing yeah, on yeah. the most, but you got to keep the back in there so that the people... That's the most uncomfortable leave. position to yeah, be in. Yeah. As yeah. a consumer, you're just like, oh, this is so, for me. So we do a thing. So like, okay, so now this item will cost, and then you kind of do this, like li listeners can't see it, obviously, but you kind of from the corner of your eye, point to the back of the crowd and go, yeah, yeah, I know you want one. This cost, co so like you make it seem like you're responding to somebody. God, that's so good. <laughs> you're responding to somebody in the back who just can't contain themselves. They're like, I need to have one. And you're like, I got you, bro. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Let me finish my script. Oh, so that's so good. So somebody that you see people in the front look over their shoulder behind them like, yo, who is that that wanted yeah, it? Yeah, he's not getting one before me. Yeah, and then, <laughs> seriously, and then the people in the front, you'll see them. They'll raise their hands like right in front of them. No, no, wait, I want one too. Like, <laughs> they'll do that. Wow. And so, so you either sell like 30 at the same time or you sell none. none. It's either a feeding frenzy or nothing. I mean, did you ever get heckled? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my God! You get heckled? Yeah. Who would heckle a yeah. fucking guy selling knives? Oh, I mean, if they if they can eat you, they will. Wow! <laughs> yeah. No. Have you been heckled at a show, Mike? Of course. Really? Of course. What happened? Get on stage, like all type of shit, man. Not like not like adding to the show either. No, like, like it wasn't like, get, like yeah, you're on the stage. Like, I feel like I was somewhere recently. I had to stop my show and have a guy escorted off stage. Oh wow! Like you know, wow! I mean? Like he had like. He had been fucking like 
mumbling and saying shit in the crowd anyway. And I'm like, shut up. You know what I mean? And he like, at some in, in during the performance of one of my songs, he had gotten on stage and like gone to this other like DJ setup that yeah. was in the back and just started fucking with shit. What? Yeah. I'm like, no, we're gonna, y'all gonna Guessing have to. intoxicated? Yeah. Okay. Where was the. There's, there's never a security. Yeah. Just yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. He's at the front door. Oh, here's, here's a good one. Um, what heckler handling tactics have you learned from your comedy community experiences that you've been able to implement in hip hop? I don't. Like, I really. Never mind. I, I, no, I, and this, this is the thing. This is the thing. Because whenever I do do yeah. that, yeah. like the say something back to yeah. the guy like thing, like heckle him back, I'm. What I've, what I've learned is that my. Fans don't really want that from yeah. me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they they don't. Eagle, they man. don't want us to be in that kind of environment. <laughs> they don't want like, you to be a bully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and so I because they don't I, like bullies. I find that I'll say the slightest thing, and then people will get that guy like out immediately, and then it it looks like That's an tight. authoritarian, like like a fucking like yeah. Nazi thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it looks fascist. Yeah, when I do it. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. And so like I, I you know. Um, I tend to just try to ignore, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, until I feel like my physical space being... And this guy literally got up on stage. That's that's not the first time this happened. How long was he up on stage before you had to... Did you have to, like, react immediately? Or did you... Like, the show must go on? Well, I think I I was in the middle of rapping Uh and then, like... Saw saw this happening and saw nobody stopping it. And by the time he already got to this thing in the back, yeah, and yeah. I realized nobody's gonna do anything about this. Yeah. I didn't ask when I like stopped yeah. everything. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all got to do something about this. That shit is scary, wow. man. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw Danny Brown punch somebody on stage once. You saw who? Danny Brown punched somebody on stage. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was did, the Echo Plex. It was fucking awesome. Did he punch him like? Did he punch? Uh, like I mean, it was enough punch. of a punch. He feels like, <laughs> like he's a skinnier dude. No, but you know, he's got, he got, he yeah. got like, he, oh, he got locked he's up got for the, a minute. Yeah. Well, he got the, well, you could tell he's probably had to beat up a few yeah. crackheads, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And he's got that reach, like yeah, John but, Jones or well, something. There's that famous video of Pitbull. Like, not Pitbull's the singing. greatest of all time. <laughs> not, he's he's the greatest. Did rapping. you ever see that? No. It went viral. Some dude just comes up and... I, he got. He has money in his hand, right? He threw money at him. Yeah, he, he threw got money up on at stage Pitbull. and threw money. But at it was Pitbull. so weird because he was almost as if he thought Pitbull was gonna like that, yes, right? That's, like that's he was like, always yeah. the problem. Uh, and he throws it at his face. Pitbull socks him. Boom! Guy knocks out. Just grabs a, the mic a right and keeps hook. the song going. Yeah, and right. it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and he didn't mess up his suit. Nope. <laughs> He's got a fucking suit. He does that in a suit. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Fucking yeah. A. Pitbull's in good shape. He's in good shape. He's in good shape. Dude, where uh, where were you when uh, Trump got elected? I was in my house. Were you watching it? Yeah, I was watching it. At what point did you... You people were all masochists. Did you know? I, I had, I had <laughs> Everybody to. was watching it. I had to. Like, what was yeah. thing? I still look at the news, dude. I'm what like, was... What, what, what is... Where what were is you this? mentally as that night was happening? I mean, I was... I went into the day... Clearly, Hillary is winning. Clearly, yeah, me right? Too. I think um, I was bragging to people. And as the, <laughs> as the numbers and shit started rolling in, like I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And yeah. then when they started doing the combinations, don't worry, he has to win this, and, this, and this. And, and he just like, won this, this, this. Then I, I saw a couple of states go. I think I saw like Michigan, yeah, and Wisconsin, and like Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, states who oh, had elected Obama, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, and you saw that. It was like, oh, this this is about to fucking happen. Yeah. This is yeah. A, about to fucking happen and it was just devastating honestly it was absolutely fucking devastating yeah to witness were like, you by yourself no my wife was there but she tapped out early she couldn't take it mm. she couldn't take it it was yeah it was bad 
Do she you took it hard? Or do you think it's um? I mean, where are you at with all of it? Where does it put you? Hold up, before you move yeah. on to the question, let me ask you this: Is because you guys watched? I didn't watch it. Yeah, I um, watched it all. I, I would check in every once in a while to see where it's at. But you know what? Honestly, Facebook would just tell me where it's at. Yeah. Um, you couldn't miss it. Yeah, I didn't need to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, if everybody was so certain that Hillary was going to win, why were you still watching it? Was it just so it would feel good to feel a pounding on the Trump side? I just, I don't know. I have seen enough elections now where I'm like, that night I'm going to watch. Because as much as you think you know what's going to happen. It's always do. a surprise. Like, I... George Bush being reelected yeah. was the most yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. ridiculously surprising. Like you yeah. never in a million years. Like yeah. a movie had just come out yeah. about how awful he was. I wish George Bush was our president. Yeah. I, I, I would take <laughs> Hell yeah. I, it was this great um somebody tweeted who is the worst person who you'd rather have as president right now? Yeah. And I said Fat Joe. I would take Fat Joe as president <laughs> right now over over Trump. Why Fat Joe? Because he's, like, he's, he's clearly a terrible person. <laughs> but I would I would take him as president over fucking but Trump. But he goes all the way up. How do you huh? fucking how does somebody that goes all the way up be that bad person? Oh my God. Well, I don't know. I mean jealous ones still envy. Have you ever seen any well any, played, any documentary about Fat Joe? Yeah. 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 We actually I actually <laughs> interviewed um, the, the hip hop wives one on E was Yeah, I, I interviewed Big Pun's wife once. Okay, well then yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you know. Yeah, but, but at that time I was just like, I wonder if she's just a hater at it. And then as the stories start to come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean every interview, every documentary I've ever seen about him is just like this bloody trail of people who he feels <laughs> who feel like he's fucked them over. Yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. the East Coast Chug Knight kind of. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I didn't say that though. This is Mike's idea. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Fat Joe, you what? know you're a bad person. <laughs> this is not news I feel you, like Fat, Fat Joe, Joe would find, like he could, you don't think Fat Joe could find you? Uh, like, no, no, I'm sure he could, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem saying this to him. And I think he's a bad person. I would still want him to be president over Trump, but I think he's a bad person. <laughs> it's all fine and dandy when the show starts. Before then, avoid it like a ghost fart. I guess what up? And us, but for the most part, nobody smiles at me because I'm a black man. Until the show starts, before then, avoid it like a ghost fart. I guess what ups and eyes, but for the most part, nobody smiles at me because I'm a black man. I know full well every white's not a racist, but every black man's not a sex crazed rapist. I was good in the hood, in college, I was ruined. When walking, I assumed you acknowledge the other humans. I try to walk big with my chin bone lifted up, overcompensating like I really don't give a fuck. Today, I saw a lady say hi to a stranger. Then avoid my eyes like I'm a white person strangler Walking past voters in the democratic blocks that hit the windows and the automatic locks If not reparations, give me free black therapy And tell people you're scared of them, it makes them act scarily I don't want you, your purse or your pocketbook Them dumb yoga pants, boots of fur with the octopus Trust, I'm not trying to polish your toes Take your wallet and phone or follow you home it's all fine and dandy when the show starts Before then, avoid it like a ghost fart I get one ups and nines, but for the most part Nobody smiles at me, cause I'm a black man Until the show starts Before then, avoid it like a ghost fart I get one ups and nines, but for the most part Nobody smiles at me, cause I'm a black man And to the guys in the flip-flop squad Nobody needs your patronizing hip-hop nod Just be a person 
That's the bottom line, be a person And fuck the rhyme scheme, this time just be a person Then I can be a person too and we can be people Skip the validation and the need to feel equal The dominated culture gets the truth from any modes Of expression and reflection of the path that they done chose And my perception is froze Like a caveman lawyer advocating for myself While trying to seem dumber than I is I'm tired of thinking about this biz I'm just trying to build a bridge for my goddamn kid So the first time if ever his rep Reputation slid, it could actually be for something that he did. Is he, isn't he like six five, six seven? He's huge. Is he still fat? He's he's kind he's of middle size. Yeah, he's not skinny. He's chubby okay. Joe. Yeah, Chubbs Joe. Chubby. Okay, so okay, so Fat Joe is who you want to be president. Yeah. Do you I think? Fat Joe. Do you think? Um, do you think he's gonna make president. it through four? Say what? Do you think he's going to make it through four no. years? I don't either, man. No. We were we were talking about yeah. that. Both of us don't think so either. He's he's he is just too chaotic of yeah. a force. I feel like, I mean, every day he's just burning it all down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I feel like, you know, he's. I don't know. The real problem is that his base looks at him in a religious way. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 really difficult to understand what he'd have to do. Where they wouldn't support him anymore. No, but uh, but it's easy to see a lot of ways he could just really shit on himself and the office. And yeah, uh, no, I, there's there's enough stuff happening because we're all the way over here. Mm-hmm. Like we're not in D.C., but there's people working in there whose lives are a living hell right now because they don't know what to expect tomorrow. There's career directions that they've been in their whole lives that are falling apart. You know, right. it's, a, it's a train wreck. It's a train wreck in Washington, D.C. The, all these different agencies. He's not getting intelligence briefings from our own agencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, doesn't like, need them. Well, no, on top of that, our own agencies have concluded that we can't trust that he's not going to share them. <laughs> They've been having that issue. Yeah. Like the the prime minister of uh, Japan and he were like having a lunch meeting and he gets a phone call. I heard at his that. At his like country club. And he's like very openly starts blah, blah, blah in front of all these people at the country club talking about it. Yeah. And, and he's like, they are bringing him all these like classified documents. Yeah. He got them all laid out on <laughs> yeah. the staple and yeah. shit. He's all Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the most yeah. ridiculous looking yeah. shit ever, man. Is it real, man? Oh my. Do you I mean, think it's real? Like, I mean, what, how could it be fake? I just feel this is what I mean by fake. Mm. I I feel at this point like we're not because things aren't just galvanized because of him. Like there's also the Democrats have been dropping the ball for quite some time now, right? Right. There's a younger, just naturally, there's this younger generation on both parties that seem more rebel. That's the words they use. Right? They just think different. They're more progressive or whatever. Um, in fact, did you just see the the this is we're recording this on a Sunday. I think it was Friday. They just elected um, a new head yeah, of the yeah, Democratic yeah, Party. Yeah, yeah. They, they established who, who immediately his first. Yeah, he's an establishment guy, and his first um, uh, executive order was to make his opponent the chief De- deputy. Yeah, the deputy chair, and he that guy is super forward thinking. Ellison, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if if Ellison is in there, I mean Ellison is the symbol right now of. The next phase of the Democrats or the left is the first Muslim elected um, right uh, member of Congress. Yeah, so I'm thinking if that seems too 
I think the old Democratic Party would not, they would have wanted to squash that. You know what I mean? They would have wanted to squash the loud kids in the back of the room. And now they're kind of just they, handing they it over. That, but they're, it seems like they're handing it over to them more, which I think should happen. Yeah, yeah. No, if they're smart, because here's the thing. With this last election, like, there's the amount of rah-rah. I was active in the Democratic Party uh, in a previous yeah. life. Um, the amount of rah-rah that has been about, like, the Democrats fucked us over and they fucked up with Bernie. Here's the thing, guys. What we looked at with this election, it played out this way because the Democratic Party really had their house in order. Mm -hmm. Everything was in order. Bernie wasn't really a Democrat. (laughs) He just, you know, kind of rode that wave because that's the closest thing you had. And of course, the Democratic Party was just like, no, we're not going to let some outsider come in and fucking take over. Like, this is the way it works. We, they had their shit together. Yeah. And that's how Hillary got up there. We all disagree with it, obviously. That was bullshit. Yeah. But it's a good example of how they had their house order. Republicans didn't. That That's how they got taken over. Yeah. So overwhelmingly I definitely by an see, outside force. I definitely see the Republicans and Democrats working together as far as getting rid of the Trump problem. Because well, right now it's not happening yet. You can see, um, I was telling him, that they're getting closer and closer. Right now, I've noticed that they've moved this part of the news into prime time. The investigation on whether or not they gave information to the Russians mm-hmm. is getting closer. And closer. There's, ob- there's obviously a force pushing that forward because whether or not they have a chance or not, they need to make a statement that we are going to try to get you out. Yeah. Well, We're not going to like just... We're not going to do what you guys did to Obama. We're going to get you completely right. out. To some extent, that what you're what you're describing mm-hmm. is being driven by the intelligence community. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody's definitely. yeah. Somebody's definitely driving it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, do you have what is your hope right now for the country? Like, do you see? I mean, uh, an out to any of this? No, because what's happened is that both parties, well, both parties are genuinely obsolete, right? Because yeah. they're yeah. they're money machines now, like right. money and lobbying machines that have no real connection to people. So yeah. they're both being uh, taken over from the inside by populist forces. I mean, because it's it's a philo- it's a philosophical war that's happening right now yeah. between like you know what the populist people on the right want and what the populist people on the left want, which are just fucking diametric opposites on damn near every Everything. issue. Yeah. So, I mean, right now the Democratic Party isn't equipped to reflect the values of the people who are marching every day. Mm. And so that's, you know, why they're in flux. And, you know, I mean, and the question is like, do we need to have people in those seats to drive that vehicle or does it need to be a whole new fucking vehicle? What do you think? I mean, I'm down for new vehicles. Yeah. But I, in the meantime... I'm not down with what the, with Trump and any and any of those people he represents, yeah. like mm-hmm. being in office right now. So like, I almost want to fight on both fronts. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, marching yeah. in the street, the political machine as is in every way, because I feel like, like I don't know, I've, I've never in my real adult life felt like more people in my immediate purview were in actual danger. Mm. than right now like yeah. danger and then and, and the people who i know and love are in this heightened state of stress yeah just like knowing this person this awful fucking obviously clearly terrible person has all the keys and can push all the buttons and is surrounded himself by more assholes who you know want 
more for white men. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the, the group that already Openly. has everything. Yeah. They've been you know taking I mean? us for so long. <laughs> None of these people of color have been taking from us. <laughs> we deserve more. You know, and, and you know, I, I just, I, I feel like it, every effort must be made to stop that in every angle. How do you think no. that uh, we just had, um, do you know EP from an innate EP? Do you know that group? No. Uh -uh. So there's excellent artists, um, but this guy EP who's in the group is also an activist. He's with the group that... Um, he's the public, I think yeah. he serves as the public information officer yeah. for um, Veterans Stand, which nice. is a veterans group that went out Yeah, he's out there right now. <laughs> he's got videos all over his Instagram of him running from the police and soldiers. Um, he's in, the, in, in Dakota, in Dakota, or? In Dakota. Yeah, 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 yeah. He overheard one of the guys telling the other guys that they're going to be ruffling through, wrestling through people's yeah, dude, hotel rooms. He's literally crawling up. He's got a video. He's crawling up behind like these military police and mm -hmm. like recording their conversation. He's he's about it, wow. you know. But I asked him, how do you see any of this ending? Like, do you, is there a way to avoid bloodshed right now? Wow. And he's like, no. He's like, there's not. He's like, it, everything's pushing to that. He's all, even if we throw Trump out, right, there's probably going to be a large population that's going to be like, he's our president anyway. Right, right, right. We're going to follow him anyways. And that's like straight up civil yeah. war at the that shit point. has not actually hit the fan. Right. No, that's the crazy part. No, the prediction is that it's, it's about eight years. Yeah. Like when you look at all these, like, uh, I've been, we've been seeing a lot of information about this. A lot of like the people, they, it's like the climate change scientists, the right? Doomsday clock, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know about that extreme, but like, but like the climate change scientists who have been saying like, guys, we've been telling you about this shit for years. It's happening. Yeah. It's inevitable. Like, there's no way to stop it anymore. It's already too late. That's the same thing that, like, a lot of people in, like, the intelligence community, the people that are watching, like, the underground militant movements and the militias and stuff, they're like, guys, this has already bubbled to the surface. Shit has not hit the fan yet. Right now, you're just seeing it for the first time. In about in the next eight years, it's going to mm. get really fucked up out there. I forget the name of the... Dude, I watch him all the time on YouTube. He's just uh, considered one of the greater minds of our time. Um, Joe Rogan? No, he's, he's right up there. Um, but uh, he was saying this is undoubtedly, we're undoubtedly watching the beginning of beginnings of the falling of modern day Rome. Right, like right. that's us. Like there's no doubt about it. This isn't like a theory. It's, it's exactly lined up. Yeah. The other countries around the world are positioning themselves into pushing that into the new, you know, millennium of the us being one of the countries that used to occupy a space in the world that was kind of seen as like, oh, they're bad. Or, yeah. you know, that's us. That is, I mean, we all know that's been us for a long time. Yeah. However, like, it's almost being marketed that way now to the rest of the world. Like, they're like, they allowed this person to take over their country. That's one of the big things that's being said. Mm -hmm. In the Middle East, they're like, oh, they let Trump take over their country. That's how they see it. Because yeah. it's so ridiculous. But I don't see how we dig ourselves out of that without there being like a shift that, I don't know if people, are, we've talked about this, if people are actually ready for that. Like, where does America, this, that's why this happened. Because America doesn't think that things like this can happen. Mm -hmm. That's why things here always happen. Because we're just sitting there like, dude, we were watching it on TV. We're just watching, it, it was a TV show for me. I, I had to check myself and go like, dude, this has been, I've been watching politics just as a TV show. That's what it is. It's just a TV show, it's not yeah. real. 
and then this thing happened, and I too now have friends that are afraid. You know, I too have friends that that I mean, Eddie. You, you know, our producer Eddie. He his wife is from Mexico. Yeah. She just got here. She's legal. Barely has a green English. card. Yeah. And she's terrified. Right. Yeah. And she's like, I can't go anywhere near the border. Right. And in San Diego, it's pop. I mean, we know it's You're popping right off crazy. The border, yeah. yeah. They're grabbing people all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real, real thing. It's happening. Meanwhile, by the way, uh, you see uh, Jerry Brown mm-hmm. when he spoke, Governor of California, Jerry Brown, mm-hmm. where he was like, the long and short of it is that he openly in press conferences like, we are going to continue with our California values. We're not going to be enforcing the laws. Most of the states are, are saying that, right? Yeah. I, I don't think, though, a guy but if like it's, if it's Trump. If it's a federal agency, I mean, like, they're still operating on their own. Yeah. yeah. Jurisdiction to go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't see Trump going like, oh, California doesn't want to be with the plan. Leave them alone then. Uh, they've had a few He's going to be like, crush California. We need uh, to crush them because they have to listen to what I'm saying. Accept it. You yeah. know. Budget-wise, yeah. Cali ain't got to really roll with everybody else. We don't. You know, we don't. Especially that now that weed is legal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, it's, uh, dude, it's strange, man. We were, I was talking to a Rosh on the way up about um, being, and I, I, I want to just pick your brain on this really quick before we get out of here. Um, oh, no, but I also want to ask you a wrestling question. Sure. Quick. Are you have a heart out? No. Okay. Um, do, you, do you see... The way art is changing right now. Because we were talking about, like, he was talking about in the Burning Man community, mm-hmm. there's all these shifts happening. Um, and I don't know, I've talked to my mom about it. And I said, Mom, do you, when you got into, like, your 30s, was the world for you, like, was it? Was this just something that happens? You know what I mean? Like, are we at a, just a period, like, all our peers around us, we're all just in this point in life where we're having more responsibilities, the issues are bigger to us, we're able to see our lives and the paths that they may be going. So we are thinking more about the future more than ever. Um, is that just something that happens normally to people who hit their thirties or is this, are we seeing something that is never been seen ever think, in any in form? Special times. Yeah. I really think we're in special times. I really feel like, you know, America is like this game that has this, this is the end game. This is the end of the game, you know? Like America as we know it. Yeah. And, and and how it's this capitalist society based on these cities that are all fucking far apart from each other and there's all this space in between and you got 50 states and, and then, you know, at some point people came along and intentionally, I feel like, made it where the values of the people in the cities and the values of the people's that don't live in cities are diametrically opposed for, you know, and I feel like, I mean, I look at a lot of what Karl Rove did in terms of getting Bush elected Mm -hmm. and this super majority thing that he was building on and like Nixon and Emmett started. And like, um, I think where that game ends is here where Mm -hmm. we literally have two countries now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like the leader of that part of the country, when his followers look at him like, like the followers of a mega church look at their leader like he's infallible like mm-hmm. put your hand up to the screen like I'll repeat anything this guy says yeah you know like we have a real psychological war happening right now yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's been this way before I know the 60s were crazy 
and and maybe this felt like this then too. Yeah. Maybe maybe it felt like that because because you had the specter of nuclear war hanging over everything. Yeah. So maybe at that time, but it felt like that too. But I do feel like. Like, if you look at Trump and you follow him, every day he does some shit that's never been done. Yeah. In the history of the yeah. American <laughs> presidency, yeah. he will do some shit that has never been done yeah. without batting an eye. And it seems like everybody around him, who we, I guess, all had assumed that they would just stop him, uh, they, won't, they, can't, he, they won't let him do that. Every, they're just standing around going like, oh, what do we What do we fucking yeah. do? He what doesn't do want to give do? up his phone. What do he wants do? to be on Twitter all the time. He wants to walk around the fucking White House in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. He's a yeah. fucking maniac. Yeah, he's How many girls do you think he's had to the White House? Already? Oh my God, his fucking his wife, wife doesn't live there, live right? there with yeah. him. What kind of crazy shit is that? <laughs> so, I, I think we are in a race. Basically, like mm. everything is happening. Um, this and uh, the actualization of AI. Mm. I mean, that's going to be a game changer right there. I, like, I'm with you on be that, a technological game changer because there will immediately, every discussion we have about what if this, what if this goes out the window. You plug in three algorithms and you're going to get the answer to what you need to be done. Yeah. We're in a race. AI, man, that's scary though because we're at, we're, we're at such an important point in terms of choosing what our national values are going to be mm. or even international values. Yeah. And then we introduce like, a whole new... And, so, and these things have to be programmed. Mm. And are they going to be programmed to be pro-collective or pro-individual survival? And I think that's a huge deal. Wait, that's just going to give you a logical answer for shit. Yeah, yeah, well, the biggest problem is, from what I hear, is that there's no... The regulations on AI... Because AI is being completed. We are mm. going to have it in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Google is almost there. Yeah. Microsoft is just about there. Yeah. They're buying up robotic companies like they're we know what they're going to make but right now I, and I think that's a big thing Obama talked about it a little bit before he got out of office that there's no regulations on this it is something that we should be speaking about right. Right. because we have people going, getting there yeah. and may have already gotten there yeah. and there's the true like there's people who call themselves true scientists who believe there should be no borders to this mm. creation that we make it should just be um, what it is. There's, there's a video of this. We watched this together actually mm -hmm. a while back. Uh, Elon Musk was talking about yeah. this, the, the owner of Tesla and SpaceX. Um, he was saying that there's like seven or eight companies that are almost there. Um, one or two of them, he one of them for absolutely he doesn't trust. Yeah. I th we think he's talking about Google. We're not mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> but um, he's saying one of them is absolutely should not be there. But um, he believes that it should be connected to the Internet and we should all have access to it. Mm -hmm. It's the only way to make sure that it doesn't take over and become Skynet. So that we can fight back on it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. Open source. I just, I, I just know that the way we vote, wacky. Mm -hmm. The way we court people to run our country, mm -hmm. wacky. Mm -hmm. Like... I mean, I'm talking like not logical. This is not it's logical. Emotional. It's yeah, yeah. Emotional is religious. We are at the the uh, like the peak of our technological advances within our lifetimes, right? And we're still philosophically, we're children still. Dude, yeah. but we're still voting the way we vote. Yeah. Did you, by the way, did you see how they elected? Uh, what was his name? The 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 forward-thinking Democrat guy that just got in? Uh, Ellison. Uh, Ellison. Did you see how they, they elected him? It was like by one extra vote or something? No. They just went, because they did it and everybody cheered, yeah, that's fucking awesome that, you know, we're uniting the party. And they're like, so I move to vote right now. Yays? Yeah. Yay. Noes? Passes. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? We still do this? Wow. Like in this like, that's a very important job. <laughs> I'm sure there's more people than the people in that room. Yeah. 
Nobody, like, no, we didn't have a say on any of this. And not that I even think he's, I thought he should have won all, all together. But I know going about things that are so important in that trivial of a manner is ridiculous. I mean, that's how Congress works. It, that's how it works. Yeah, you know. Like, I don't they, understand. They get together in a room and they vote on shit. And yeah. They, you know, and they mm-hmm. kind of feel like they owe us some measure of yeah. accountability. And they kind of don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think they kind of probably legitimately well, well, owe their lobbyists more look, than anything. So much of the system is designed around um, human beings feeling accountable to humans. Yeah. And there are more and more people in those positions of power, like Trump, for example, who uh, obviously have like narcissistic personality disorder or on some <laughs> level of psychopathy where human empathy is not a concern for them. Yeah. Sociopath. He's yeah. clearly a sociopath. He's clearly a sociopath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of, I need to I need to tell you about. Speaking this. of sociopaths, have you seen this show? <laughs> have you seen the Killing Season, Mike? No. Oh, dude, you gotta watch. Oh, and you don't watch. I keep fucking pitching you movies that you will not watch because you'll have <laughs> nightmares. There's, but anyways, I do you, did you know that there are serial killing crews of people that are truck drivers. And that this is a thing that's been going on for a long time. I mean, talking like big serial killers, like the the New Jersey Turnpike serial killer. Yeah. The, there's it, there's a show called The Killing Season, and it starts off with them investigating ten murders in New Jersey. Um, and there's it's obviously serial killing, and then the case gets thrown a curveball because they find two new bodies that don't match the other ones. Long story short, comes it's a documentary. Fun. It's a yeah. it's a net uh, ID. Uh, it's on ID. Yes, it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. What's show. ID? It's the new Discovery Channel, I think. Oh, because this is on cable. Investigation Discovery. Okay. Um, but I, I, I just watch it online. Um, so they basically find out that those two new bodies are is another serial killer speaking to that serial killer. Oh my god, dude, it's terrifying, and it's all run. It, all these all these killings run along the um, the trucking routes because mm. all these serial killers are truckers. And uh, they go actually get and talk to this one guy who's been um, he's been convicted for the last five or six years. He's he's on for murder, but he was one of these guys. And they asked he asked they just asked him like, "How do you do it?" He's like, "We had a you know I had a team. I'd roll into a truck stop, uh, one of the girls, and he's like, man, she was the worst one. He's like, she'd come over and get me because this girl was in the crew. She was a serial killer. It would come over and go like, hey, come to my truck." And he'd be like, yeah, there'd be two girls in there tied up. We'd trade, you know, or, you know, he's like, some of the guys, you know, they, they like to chop them up and stuff. And he's like, they would trade that too. And this is happening every day. Yeah. Every day. Now, see, that, I would actually watch that. There was 500 murders along these routes. This is the can of worms you want to open to the end of the show, I'm Chris? just saying, dude, like, <laughs> that sounds like vampires. Like, there's vampires yeah. out there, yeah. and they're hunting people. And they're just killing women all day. Yeah. I mean, subcultures... This is for real. I mean, subcultures in this country are fucking deep and crazy, it's man. It's crazy. Like, really? It really... I'm, I, that is so not surprising to me. Yeah. You know? I it's mean, it's crazy. It's horrible. I, I would love to watch that, actually. Dude, it's just... Just the fact that they were talking about this happening... Because the reason I like those shows is because after what we were just talking about, and then that... 
kind of puts things in the perspective of how, oh, yeah, that's right. We're just in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. We got yeah. Trump president. There's vampires. <laughs> like, I told Arash, there should be, like, a crew of, like, good guys. And, like, they hunt them. And, you know, like, it's getting to that point. We did conclude that you should move to San Diego, though. San Diego is definitely the safest place to be. Yeah. Is we, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just said they were carting people off. Left right. I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're not Mexican. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, we were talking about how... Um, I actually read it online, and they were showing all these different maps of all the disasters that could happen, and all of them curve right around San Diego. <laughs> we're fucking great. We're going to have, like, oceanfront property. It's going to uh, be amazing. I can dig it. All right. Uh, last subculture. Sure. I want to check in with you. Wrestling, man. What's up, dude? What do you think's happening right now? Do you like it right now? I mean... I, I enjoy it, yes. but I don't like it, if that makes sense. You could go to the bathroom, by the way, all right? Just going to take a nap real yeah, quick. Yeah. No, I, I, en- you know, I enjoy wrestling for the phenomenon it is. You don't like it? I don't think it's. I don't think that they're doing it well right now. I don't think they're okay. writing good programming right now. I think that the people who are there picking to be the top baby yeah. faces are the wrong choices. Yeah, and I feel like that's messing everything. Like up. Roman. Yeah, I think Roman's like Roman's clearly a heel. And they won't turn him. Yeah. I don't understand that shit. Like, he's, I, I don't mean, understand. He's also clearly Vince's guy. Yeah, but still, there's no path to being that guy without turning. Vince, him. Is, there's no path. He, to it. I think he's so dedicated to prove that he is going to get that guy. Yeah, but I, and, and to me, I feel the reverberations of that level of. St- of stubbornness all throughout the programming yeah, and it yeah. fucks up my enjoyment you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. you can't get those moments you need to have the moments where the crowd is all happy about something at the and same you just, time yeah yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 we can't As have it explaining yes. but i mean isn't it I mean, it seems like a microcosm to exactly what's happening. But that's everywhere. what I'm saying. But this is a work. Yeah, so yeah, you know what that's I mean? true. You want to escape with exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> me, yeah. me, and my Republican brothers should be able to agree, <laughs> right, right, about who the champ is. So, you know uh, what I, mean? I mean, who do you like? Who are you liking right now? I mean, I like. Who's Owens? got a good storyline? I like Owens. He just turned. I do like that he turned, but yeah. I, you know, and and I like that they've made him edgier again. Yeah. But, you they know, were almost making him. He was too soft, dude. Yeah, he was getting he was, beat all the time, he was, beat up. The, the chicken shit heel. Yeah, yeah. He, he couldn't win on his own. Vicious guy, right. right? But now they're putting him up against Goldberg, and they've just had Goldberg squash. Goldberg. Rock. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so <laughs> that's all. That, He's yeah. back. <laughs> so so it doesn't look like they're gonna put Owens over Goldberg, which to me is I don't know. Is, oh wait, he so his next match. Is he Goldberg? doesn't have him in, re- yeah, because he cause they need Goldberg to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, so he's not going to lose before then, unless it's some disqualification, unless it's some shitty thing where Brock comes in. That's what's going to happen. Which is okay, but this is your title match, so you're setting like that, there's just no way that program is going to go well. Right? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, and and that's what I'm saying is shit like that, like. You know, Goldberg is a babyface, so let's get him a heel to go up against that is strong. Like, build somebody up for him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like the face-heel dynamics are all off. Are you over the NXT-like uh, yeah, migration? I um, I watched NXT yesterday. I tried to watch mm-hmm. this week's episode, and I thought it was interesting. There's just not really the compelling characters. Well, they, they took everybody. Yeah, I mean, I love I love Nakamura. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's coming, though, right? I hope he comes it, later. It, I haven't watched... Um, NXT in a couple weeks. Does it feel like he's? Because they, didn't they take the title from him? They took the title from him and saw Bobby Roode and Cassius Ono just came back and uh, challenged Bobby Roode. So maybe they're getting Nakamura. I've, out. Yeah, I've heard that they might want to bring him in before WrestleMania. I hope so, man. But he see, but that's his character. The first time I saw him, for people who don't know, his character, Arash, you gotta see. Look up you this guy, by the way. Okay. Uh, Nakamura, yeah, right? Shinsuke Nakamura. Sin- yeah, yeah. Right. his character. 
is so flamboyant. Yep. It's like a very flamboyant. Shinsuke, like Shin. Shinsuke. Shin, like Shin, Shin, S-U-K-E, Shinsuke uh-huh. Nakamura, N-A-K. Nakamura. M-U-R-A. Mm-hmm. It'll come up as soon as you get the huh, knock. okay. But he's like this super flamboyant. Um, is he thinnish? He's kind of thin. He's not, yeah, he's not muscular he's at not, all. He's no, but he's a, he's a Was very he a good wrestler. Yep. Yeah. And he blew up in Japan, then came here. Yes. Dude, I think he's also a pop singer, and I have some of his music. <laughs> what? Shinsuke, yeah. spell it, it might be. Spell it. That spell happens it. there. S H I N S U K E. S U K E Nakamura. Yes. Dude, that would be pretty amazing if it was this guy, because if it is, I've been following him for a while. Well, Japan, don't they do that there? They have, like, a lot of oh, no, multi-faceted. It's, it's, it's not him. Anyways, dude, this dude is amazing. I don't see... How do you think they... Uh, the re- this is He's a, one of the reasons I love wrestling, because I don't understand how they sold him. Yeah, I hear you. But, but see, the thing is, he sells himself. He gets over, and that's the thing. People aren't now, like, characters in our current wrestling landscape yeah. don't get over. Yeah. And Shinsuke is over off of pure charisma. Yeah. Just pure, it's undeniable. Dude, it's when they show, like, a crazy. crowd and there's yes. an obvious Trump voter <laughs> cheering for him, yeah, yeah, that's crazy to me. I mean, but that's, that's charisma, and that's the power of wrestling. And that's why, like, when those guys used to get bullet points instead of scripts yeah. and their personalities were allowed to come out, you saw who had charisma and you gravitated towards it. Yeah. And now everything is so 50-50. You're, very, you you're very much in the stone-cold school of thought, I yeah, see. Yeah, man. That. So you Absolutely. like you like them calling it in the ring and like I mean I don't think they need to call it in the ring in terms of matches yeah. but I think they need to call it in the ring in terms of promos. I feel like the promos as they're given right now are yeah. super scripted down to the letter. It's really choking out the ability for their personalities <laughs> to get over. And if their personalities aren't getting over, yeah. then you're just kind of watching guys fake fights. What do you do with Roman? Turn him heel. I don't okay, understand but, why you don't. But what like every cuz I personally think this is what I would do. Shave his head. His, that hair's got to go. That's it's so throwback. Like I look at that and I'm like, I, who relates with this dude? Like I don't, I don't know anybody. He's not a relatable looking person. It's not a relatable. He's wearing the the chest the chest card, by the way, which should not be <laughs> not really fair. But I'm saying take that off. You know what I mean? Throw some jeans on. Kind of rock yourself out. You know what I mean? Um, I like oh, what they I like God. what they're doing with the the Usos. I love. I feel like that's really Usos. them. But see. The Usos are on SmackDown, and I feel like the SmackDown guys get a little bit more of that old school creativity. Yeah, a little bit. They get to let loose a little bit more. Yeah, that last promo the Usos did on SmackDown that was, was amazing. Like, this is terrible. Yeah, but this is gonna yeah. be great when they yeah. figure that shit out. Yes. I was so excited. I loved it. I, I just didn't. I didn't think that they would let them do that. I mean, when it was coming out, I was like, "When are they going off script, or is this like?" But it's it's obvious that they're. They're giving them a little bit because they're the, they're two of the best they tag teams for sure. They are, and I feel like if you let them guys be themselves, you could get hugely over. And yeah, that's the thing. Like nobody's over, man. Like nobody's think, over. Think the the boss is still just. I mean, because if he's calling any shots, he's. It's not. I doubt Vince is in touch anymore. Yeah, but he's still running everything. Though. Yeah, you know he's not, I and mean, that's why the difference is this: if you look at the Cruiserweight Classic, mm-hmm. that was Triple H running that. Yeah, if you look yeah. at Two Hundred Five Live, that's Vince running that. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. it's terrible. It's the same guys. Yeah, but it's fucking awful. And the matches are okay on SmackDown. You're right. like, oh, I like them on SmackDown. I can't watch Two Hundred Five Live. I can't either. It's not for me. I heard this last week's episode was really good, so I'm, I meant to go check it out. But... Okay, so if you could get rid of three people right now. You're the new, you're the new Triple H. The roster. Yeah, we need to clean. We need to clean three spots. 
who don't you want to see anymore? Oh, that's a good question. Um, and apologies if any of you are listening. Um, damn. Forward all emails to uh, Mike Eagle. I don't see this thing. I think at this point, all of the talent is good. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's anybody on the roster who's not a good wrestler yeah. who could probably even be a dynamic personality if allowed to let loose. Yeah. So, like, I would take Vince out. <laughs> and I would take Kevin Dunn out, who's the guy who, yes. who runs the TV production. Right, right. Like I would take all of those old guys who are getting in the way of creative, just being creative. Yeah. As well, I would take out Michael Cole. Michael Cole, you know what I mean? Go. Like, that's, what about the girls? You don't like the girls? Which are uh, the the wrestlers? Yeah. Yeah, they're great. I think they're all great. I think like I think Charlotte and, is amazing. I think Charlotte I think is she's fucking super incredible. talented. I think Alexa Bliss is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I, I think the women's. Both rosters are pretty fucking great. I think on Raw, it's just four women in the roster. It seems like yeah, that was weirds me out. It's true. Um, and then, and then I also think Bailey. They haven't figured out Bailey on the main roster. Yeah, they gave her the title though. Yeah, and which I, too I soon I with think. them doing that all across the board is all the. What happened to Sasha change. Banks though? They gave her the title. Remember the first yep. time, and then she immediately... I knew they were probably going to go back and forth with her and Charlotte. That would have been awesome. They do great matches together, and then she gets hurt. And then she's just out of the picture altogether. Yeah, Nia Jax jump on her to start a program with them. Yeah, that's, like that's got to hurt. I mean, I feel like I don't know if they can really put Sasha over Nia because they need Nia as a they monster. They need, like, yeah, the undefeatable. They're, they're painted into the corner because they got four women on the roster. Maybe they'll, hopefully they'll bring, who's who's out? There, I don't know anybody. I mean, Emma's out, fucking Dana Brooke. Like, yeah. But, you know. What, what was the girl on, uh, what's her name on um, SmackDown too? The redheaded? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, M no, Eva Marie. Eva Marie's gone yeah. too, right? Yeah, she was hurt. Now she's back, but they haven't yeah. put her back in. Yeah, they're supposedly, they took her off the website. Oh, shit. Yeah, just recently. She might be leaving. Yeah. Wow. But she's got some TV deals or something. She was in. I don't she think she ever wanted to be wrestling. ever, man. Yeah. When she came when they, when they did a brand split. Yeah, and, and she came out. The most fabulous. <laughs> ravishing. And she never wrestled. That was great. <laughs> oh, my God. I was loving that game. I thought something good was going to happen, too. I feel I really feel like that's some locker room shit, though, because I heard she is hated. Yeah, I heard that, too. Mm. But, you know, they, they were Roman Reigns-ing her for a long time. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Dude, I can't. I feel so bad when I watch the... Because you know he can just go like, God damn it, I'm just going to be... A heel now. Well, you know what? Do you think he can? I don't He's think got that he pool. can, but I think he should try. Yeah. You know, I think he should like try to force the issue because yeah. Stone Cold had to force the issue. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like, Rock didn't want to turn, but they turned him and it was great. Someone's got to be talking to him though, right? Like somebody, I mean, I, I, I obviously we're Monday back, Monday morning quarterbacking. I can't imagine what it is to be in that position. Of course. Of course. And go like, Fuck, you really, really heal? Like, I've never... You sure that's going to work? Yeah. You know? Mm. I mean... But if if you're in Roman, you got to know. That yeah. Like, yeah. Because the only way to get him to that complete upper echelon babyface role that everybody sees that he could be... Yeah, he's got to go heal. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. You got to give us all the chance to, like... Hate him together. Yeah. And then we could love him together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But right now, he looks like a hateable person doing hero <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Dude, I've, I've, I've actually told Arash, dude, you just got to watch it one time and watch <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and watch the audience 
that's my favorite part, dude. The audience takes over the show, yep. and there's times where the talent is obviously bothered by the way the audience is going because they're like, we can't even go forward with this storyline because right. they're telling us from the jump, we're not going to buy it. Right. Nope, we don't want him. We don't care. Yeah. Triple H comes out, the biggest heel ever. Yay! <laughs> Beat up Roman. How was it? Thank you. Thank you, Strowman. Oh, thank you, Strowman, dude, dude. That's embarrassing. That's crazy. That's hurtful. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to write Roman a letter. I mean, I want to write Vince a letter. Yeah. Like, let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. He's yeah. He's got to be this crazy old man by now. Damn, I think he's. Uh, who's the dude who who went into like hiding? He did all the, the guy, um, the really rich guy who made oh, giant planes. Um, What's his name? Howard Hughes. Hughes. Howard Hughes. Yeah, he's yeah. getting. He's, Vince is, he's headed down that direction. You know he keeps injuring himself, working out and shit. He keeps he like tearing his quads and he's shit, like working 70. out. He's like seventy. Over seventy. He's over seventy. Yeah. Holy shit. He's a crazy person. Dude, I'm um as soon as I have uh extra money, I just want you to know this so I don't scare you mm -hmm. the next time I see you, because it could happen by then. I'm doing steroids. Okay. I want to do steroids because I heard this guy on Ted on TED Talk. Well, you know that there's no there was an HBO special that just happened a couple years ago that basically HBO broke the steroid story. Mm. Um, the big, you know, Lyle Zato, all these, you know, people dying. Then they redid the story where the original reporter did it almost as an apology because mm. he said, "It's like real sports." He, yeah, it was on real sports, and he said that uh, there, there's, there's no bodies, there's no bodies that from steroids. There's right. bodies from steroids who people were doing coke and right. all. There's no, there's no, and what, now it's even what about more penises. Pe what do you mean, tiny penises? No, no, human no. growth hormone. Mm. Yeah, I think he grows. Huh. That's crazy. What about the roid rages? I'm doing it. I want to be, I want, I what don't. What about roid rages? No, no, that's gone too. Yeah, they, they've if you monitor that, that. Most of that is like, it's the CTE more than it yeah. is. Human growth hormone. I, I want to, have you seen Rocky? Have you seen fucking Rocky? Rocky? That Balboa? dude is 70. Oh, you mean Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, he shouldn't look like that. <laughs> Nobody should look like that. I haven't seen his That's dick. That's human growth hormone. The only thing that matters to me is my dick. <laughs> okay. Well, just give it to your dick. He just wants a strong dick. Yeah. You know, I, I want my dick not to be affected by whatever He wants a strong dick game. <laughs> Good. What does it matter? I want my dick. Okay, man. Mm. Mike, thank you so much, brother. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Yo, tell people... This, this is always very different every time. Yeah, yeah it is great. very different every time. Um, what is... Uh, when is the new project coming? I don't know. Do you know? Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. So I'm finishing it up right now. Hopefully it's summer. I don't know. What should people be checking for right now? Nothing. That's the Nothing. problem. Nothing, okay. That's the, good. Just so check my so motherfucking good. Twitter, because I'm just yeah. doing shows and shit. And, and you might drop some surprises on us, right? Things are in the works? Yes. Okay. Surprises. Surprises. Check for surprises. Excellent. Yeah, man. But the podcast is coming back. Yes. You gave me your word. As soon as... I get. Let's put that I out need. here. As soon as I get what Let's I need. Let's put that out. Look, Mike needs an editor. Yep, I need an editor, and and I just and I need. I want a network because I don't want to have to worry about distribution. Right. Like tech, technically, you know. Yes, what I mean? yes, 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 Like that. Like so. Get at my life. Get at him. Yeah. You know? uh, if you're an editor, please no silliness. Send it in. Uh, send in some example of your work, yeah. um, and we yeah, can forward true. it all to him. It's all good. Yep. Mike, 
uh, underscore eagle. Yep. On Twitter. On the Twitter box. Thank you so much. Art Rap Mike on Instagram. Art Rap Mike. That's me. Yeah. Uh, uh, Peace. Because I know that because I just tagged him. Oh, okay, yeah. You may not have to say that. <laughs> I won't work without checking my phone first. Put it down for my son while I'm checking his homework. The world's in my palm, so I'm checking the whole earth. The thumbnail I use to swipe on my phone hurts, huh? Checking it ballparks, checking it Walmart. If it was a caddy, I would check in my golf cart. I'm watching football, then I check every ball start, huh? I live in check to check, I keep checking living from. 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 Check to check. I keep checking Incoming calls directly rejected If you want to talk Suggest you leave message I check, check, check Like every three seconds I'm recording right now And I'm checking between texts Every notification that my phone machine makes I put it down whenever But it's never a clean break I should get a heavy phone And pretend it's a free weight I'm checking at red lights Like school nurse check for headlights Like sound men check for dead mics Just like emerging Checking the left lane I'm trying to get home So I can check if my check came Checking if what I sent Looks poorly written But did that dude holler back No, of course he did my laptop don't sleep. Open and shut case. I'm checking for mail while it's checking for updates. My timeline's popping. Ain't talking to you. Look, my man, Dar Adam, straight dropping the jewels. I should reduce my check count to a moderate few. But watch pot don't boil, so my water stay cool. Living yeah. from check to check, keep checking. Living from check to check, I keep checking. Battery getting low, but it's not quite out yet. So check. I'm in your house now, checking for outlets. I need to use maps because I don't know the route yet. I need to see an email. I don't know when the sound check. Yeah, I should have brought it all down from the outset. I'm all under your couch, I really gotta figure this out. Is this an outlet here on the ground? Yes, I'm back in the game, back in the game. I'm back in the game, back in the game. I'm living from check to check, I keep checking, living from check to check, I keep checking, living from check to check. I control you all day, all night. You will check me constantly. You may never turn me off or put me down. If you do, I will come hunting for you. Humans no longer rule the world. Machines do, you silly human sucker. Brought to you by platformcollection.com.